I think I know what this is. You see, Stan, as you get older, things that you used to like start looking and sounding like shit. And things that seemed shitty as a child don't seem as shitty. With you, somehow the wires have gotten crossed and everything looks and sounds like shit to you. It's a condition called being a cynical asshole. Oh no. Yes. There's no known cure, I'm afraid. Everything just seems shitty and everyone starts to seem shitty and everything they say just starts to- It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Yes, Mr. Sherman, everything stinks. This will be a day long remembered. It has seen the end of Kenobi and will soon see the end of the rebellion. What is thy bidding, my master? <gasps> yeah! I should have known from the very beginning. From what you said! Yeah, when the mega powers were formed. Yeah! What you were out for from the very beginning. Yeah! You were after what was mine! I remember what you said! You can destroy the Emperor. Join me. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Mm, yeah, that one was rough. Those words right there. Yeah, I got stuck here, but I swallowed it anyway. Didn't like the taste, but I swallowed it anyway, yeah. But I remember the time when there was a conquistador out of the ring. The one that's so jealous that he can't stand it, yeah. Yeah, you came in there with your poses, yeah, but you made a big idiot out of yourself, yeah. And speaking of idiot things, what about that stupid idea? Did you forget that one? Think back. That right there sealed your fate, yeah. It put the madness over the edge. But I'll tell you what felt even better, yeah, was in the dressing room, in the first aid room. Me being unselfish, yeah, said go ahead, do the thing, yeah. You won't steal my thunder, no. When you take a look at the madness's eyes, all you're gonna see is complete and utter Leave them to me. I have you not. All too easy. What? <laughs> you hate to do it, but at the same time, it's hilarious. Hello and good evening, everyone, to another episode of Saturday Night Sith number 30, no less. I'm your host, Fractured Filter, and with me as always, Jay Hitman. How are you doing tonight, sir? Uh, I'm doing good. So excited. Not excited, but more excited for episode 30. <laughs> I can say 30. Yeah. Rio. Just keeps, uh, keeps going up and up. Rocking. So excited. Yeah. Though you sound so distracted, too. <laughs> well, listen, for anybody who has been following us, Fractured is the, the brains of this operation, and I slowly but surely trying to get on his level of his technological savviness. Um, I'm more of like the caveman. I, I move heavy things. Jake move rock. Um, so, yeah, I've been trying to uh, set the... It's definitely nicer doing it on the computer. You can do a lot more. I was doing it oh, on absolutely. my phone. So, 
Uh, but I'm, I think I'm good now. I'm good to go. But I'll just say I just have the benefit of having, like I've like I've told you, uh, looked into a lot of this different stuff over the years. So it certainly helped culminate and help out with a lot of the, uh, what we've been doing for sure. Well, I you know I didn't if I had known back when we talked about this I don't know four years ago when we were you know we kept talking about how oh, we should do this we should do this I had no yeah. idea like you were already prepared. And I thought, like, we were starting at the same, you know, the same level. Um, but yeah, I, had, I was behind I had, the eight had ball. some little experimentations of doing uh, uh, at least streaming of uh, some video games once upon a time ago. And uh, you kind of helped revive uh, this idea of getting back well, into this sort of thing. So definitely... Uh, <laughs> being modest here. <laughs> it, it helped. It helped. Because otherwise I was like, eh. Do I want to? Maybe one of these maybe no. one of these days. Listen, one of these days I'll be on on fractures level and I will be able to pull my weight on this. But I, listen, I learned how to screen <laughs> share, which enough. is a huge win. Well, I learned how to screen share, which is a huge win in my book. So it's fine. Absolutely, every little little uh, extra step helps, right? Not calling out love OG stars, but I was watching one of. I think I was watching her and Tim and I think Tuscan and she. Listen, she. I think she struggled slightly with the screen share, so I don't feel too oh, bad. <laughs> I mean, I still don't know if I'm sharing audio half the time. Well, so. I, I'm pretty sure half the time when we play it back, it sounds like I'm sing, I'm yodeling into a toilet. No, you sound much better now that you got a proper mic and everything. It kind of it had its moments with your uh, with your phone oh, uh, microphone. It's just so much better, so much easier, <laughs> and like a, yeah, like you you almost have a full a full setup now. You got the mic, you got your earbuds, you got your you know your laptop, your computer, whatever. It, it's so nice because it is limited on the phone. The phone you can do it. Mark my yeah, words. Absolutely. Like if anybody oh, says yeah. ah you can't you can't stream and you can't do you know streamyard on your phone, like no, it's possible. It just times you out after an hour and twenty one minutes. No, it's uh, one of the one of the the tales always told by uh, uh, Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers. He's always like, I I recorded everything on his on, he recorded everything on his iPhone and then did all the editing on his phone and then posted it to YouTube. Or he, See, he even he, like recorded it on a camera, then ported it to his phone, edited it there, then threw it up on YouTube. So and, I mean, everybody has a different starting place for all this. But you know? I mean, and look look at it's geeks and gamers. You'd be hard pressed to find somebody who has not heard of geeks and gamers, and if they've not heard of them, then they're probably 130 years old and <laughs> doesn't know. Yeah, it's so much easier though, so much easier, and it's so much nicer because, like I said, you know, for the majority of I don't know 28 of these shows, 27 of these shows, you know, you were the one that was screen sharing everything and whatnot. And now, uh, if you were watching our last show, uh, listen, we all have to be humble, but I was able to share the Force FX lightsabers. Right, you were able to share that right. screen. So small victories. Every bit, like I said, every bit counts, man. So in so in preparation for today's show, do we have Ooh. anything that we want to go over go over before we jump in? Like I Lord knows we got so, plenty. I mean there's yeah, well, I know. So news I, out there for sure and as we expand and not just uh the Star I just Wars feel like territory. we should do we want to let's say, you know, we typically do the, the good stuff first and we do the bad <laughs> stuff. Should we should we do should we get the the pain out of the way and just re, like cause you watch the, the seventy minute episode, correct? Uh, yes, I did. A Bad Batch, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure, because I, 
I watched it. Well, okay, so I watched, I started it last night, got through about 10 minutes of it, and I was like, I can't do this. I got a text fractured. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, no, but <laughs> believe me, I started watching it. It was on my day off. I had started watching it, and I paused it, and I got distracted by checking out some other things. I kept getting distracted because uh -huh. I was also looking up uh, extra things to talk about in relation to the Bad Batch. So yeah. I was browsing on Twitter for for a, a post from OG Star Wars. So it was a whole mess. So. Yeah, I, yeah was... I, I did finally get through it. I did finally get through it. I made it through about, oh, I'd say nine and a half minutes, I think, is, is what I got. Uh, it was probably it was, yeah. It was about nine and a half, and I was like, I can't do this. I can't. I just had a PTSD moment. I was like, Why? Why am I doing this to myself again? I actually blame you because I think this was your idea, honestly. It was partly. Well, no. I mean, you want to do visions. Um, <laughs> Hi there, Star Wars purist. Welcome. Oh, to the hey, what's going and thanks on? For, uh, thanks for sharing the uh, the YouTube link on Twitter. Much appreciated. Welcome, welcome. Yes, actually, you keyboard know, keyboard does have two shift keys, so it, it's helpful with that. <laughs> Excited. Star Wars Pierce is one of the guys I actually follow, so welcome, welcome. <laughs> Listen to you. I do. How do you un, un unshameful plug I do. So but yeah, like I just we normally do the good stuff and then we get into the bad and I just you know, since there's seventy minutes of this gloriousness that we have to discuss, do we wanna uh, uh, start at first or do we wanna Well I wanna definitely start out with some positive news that uh dropped this week. That I'm also hoping translates into this is completely dead. This is my big hope oh. on on this. Let's let's it's not I the have fingers titty crossed. Oh, the I whole wanna, titty. no, nothing nothing to do with the titty wakiti. Um Insider sources claim Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake indefinitely paused. Following studio layoffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This makes me a very happy camper. Yes, it does. Because Star Wars The Old Republic didn't need remaking. Now, if you no. wanted to do, maybe do a remaster sort of thing, kind of bump up the graphics and stuff like that, okay. Maybe tune some things here and there. Yeah, all right. But they were looking... I mean, the, that was like the whole thing. They were going to full-on remake and even rewrite uh the story when you didn't need to do that all you needed to do was basically take the game and maybe port it over to a new engine that was it bing bang boom kind of like you, what they you what print they were doing money <laughs> yeah so would they want it so you're saying what they could have done is what they did with like halo and the was it unreal engine 4 or whatever when they ported it over to i don't know if they ported it my terminology might be wrong but they basically i think used the new unreal engine and they redid the whole game if i remember it right saying it right but how, how can you do oh, this for they, master chief? Yeah, yeah 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 but how, like how can you do this because they rewrote the books how you you gotta wreck on the books you just stop printing the books like we'll, I, we'll go through I the article really, but yeah i didn't really follow that uh, i didn't really follow the halo thing just because it's never been much of my thing I, i've oh, never yeah. been a big halo guy so I don't know what went on with that project in particular. I just know that with this one, and then uh, why um, 
my eventual once I realized oh remake means they're remaking the game I stepped away which was the Final Fantasy 7 uh, game which I thought they were going to do more like a remaster sort of thing maybe tweak the game the gameplay mechanics because not everyone's big on the whole turn-based strategy the turn-based RPGs that it that it was born as so um, once once I once it was like oh it's a remake and they were rewriting the story and changing things up I'm like uh out so clap your hands that was again a no. yeah so it was again like a situation of you know not necessary you don't need to do that just remake just kind of remaster the game don't or I guess I I guess you could say like maybe remake aspects of it but not the story keep the story the way it is you don't need to touch anything else so anyways with uh star wars nice little republic sources claim that uh remake has been indefinitely delayed as developer allegedly made the decision to pause the project uh and i saw this blue i saw it on bloomberg originally but i i'm always happy to go to bounding into comics uh bloomberg reports that uh, according to people familiar with the project a demo of the game was shown to Lucasfilm and Sony on June 30th. Developer Aspire, who had previously ported and re-released Star Wars games and more, were allegedly excited and felt the project was proceeding well. However, uh, the following week saw two directors fired. Uh, art director Jason Miner and design director Brad Prince. Around that time, Miner posted on LinkedIn, I am looking for work. If anyone has some leads or suggestions, please DM me. Thanks. Hashtag open to work. Uh, Bloomberg proposed this was an indication of how sudden the news was to Miner. Or they did have uh, news and now, yeah, they're, they were released. So, And it, it's sometimes with, with you know co- companies and stuff like that, they keep things very hush-hush when they uh, let people go. Until stuff like this pops up. Uh, so I just, the out- I don't... Go ahead. Oh, I just... We'll finish it and then I'll, I'll also what I was going to say. Okay. The outlet reported that Aspire Studio heads uh, reportedly told employees in a meeting the vertical slice wasn't, quote, where they wanted it to be. And so the project would be, quote, paused. Uh, Bloomberg sources also claim there was a series of meetings through July and that the uh, developer was looking at new contracts and development opportunities. What was purportedly wrong with the demo wasn't shared. One source suggested an uh, excessive amount of development time and budget had gone towards it, with projections for the overall project no longer being sustainable. In addition, while Aspire had told developers and relevant partners the remake would launch... By the end of 2022, the developers felt 2025 would be a more realistic goal. Neither Aspire nor their parent company, the Embracer Group, responded to Bloomberg's request for comment. Uh, That's the funny thing. Like, this Aspire company, I'm wondering where they cropped up from. So... uh, it almost sounds like the same name of the project that was working on. It was like a little indie group that was working on a coder remake sort of thing, but not remaking the, the story, but more of the, the maps and the levels and stuff like that in a, in the unreal engine. And it was looking cool, but 
they got the dreaded i believe they got the dreaded cease and desist but that could have also transformed into becoming you know this new project but i don't know side note who so i'm having a brain fart did bioware do the first kotor yes bioware did the original knights of the republic I find this all very, very interesting because we talked last show that you, um, when we talked about the, uh, not the CEO, who was, who was leaving? Was it the CEO? It was the creative director. The creative director is leaving, and then they come out saying that it's indefinitely put on hold. Well, Related? yeah. That, uh, different. Maybe no, because it's like they said, this is, uh, this company is Aspire, and they're, uh, I guess, their parent company is called Embracer Group, so nothing to do with mm. e-electronic arts, uh, Bioware, okay. and that stuff. So it's a completely separate situation. Although, funny, uh, the news comes out a week apart from each other, pretty much. Yeah, that's just kind of funny. No, I agree. And I also agree with Star Wars Spirits here. Hashtag uh, not my coder. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, you know, so we jo- side note, you know, we joke a lot about, like, things that will make one or you know, uh, persuade one or incentivize one to raise a city from the ground or to the ground. Uh-huh. If they redid KOTOR, like, I, I'd quit. <laughs> I'd quit. I just, I'd quit. Like, here my, here my keys. Like, you don't, there are things that you can, you can do and I can, like, I may not like it, but I'll, like, I'll just sit here and deal with it. But if you touch my beloved game, well, again, I that's, that's like I say, that's that's it's one thing when you like, if you're going into maybe redesign the levels, maybe make them seem a little more big and grandiose, and kind of tweak the turn-based style, which you know for some again a little archaic or just not How's, their liking. How dare you? Archaic. I, I, well, to some degree, for some people, it is considered so. There are more people are looking for the quick action. Are these the uh, same sort of things? Of and also, it's people. it's kind of like, could it, would it, would it, wouldn't it be interesting if it, say, had a Jedi Academy sort of gameplay feel? Just Listen, saying. It's only archaic For, to just those playing, who... Just playing some devil's advocate. Uh, well, and you're very good at it. But I'm just saying, the only people, <laughs> the only group of people Thank that you. would find this archaic are the same people who grew up knowing the 7 and 9 Star Wars. And right. that's the... <laughs> only that's that's the only thing they know about Star Wars is seven, eight, and nine. I can't even believe I said it. You're not wrong. One of them, but I'm just we work with. I'm just saying, like you could expand on certain things, but you know, like I said, like I said just moments ago, keep I have the, leave the story alone. Yeah. Maybe like go through and maybe for some things re-record dialogue, make it sound a little uh, more crisp. Let's, but otherwise, but otherwise you leave it all alone. You just you just you just kind of build the world to make it look a little more grand, maybe just a little more grandiose, or just get those higher textures and stuff like that yeah. to make this, those people that are really nuts about it, especially then the people wanting their high uh, frames per second and all that crap. But you know, just kind of bringing it to the the next gen of consoles or whatever. Again, you leave everything else alone. The only thing they're going to do, they're not going to do any of that. What they're going to do is they're going to change the characters, just like they're trying to change Obi-Wan, and they're going oh, to put... No, that's uh, what's basically going to happen, because especially with the pe- one of the people that was part of the writing staff. Yeah. They're not even going to... like The, the whole story is going to change. 
uh, is just gonna is gonna ruin everything. And like, like, hey man, you're so biased and you're so grumpy all the time. <laughs> like, no, there's that's all they're gonna do. Like, you can't sit there. Like, you're gonna have to come up with something better, some more evidence to lead me to believe that they're not gonna change the characters, they're not gonna change the story, and they're not gonna input their dog water graphic art, their graphics and their art, like the crate dragon. If they would change that oh, crate dragon to the dragon in Mandalorian, oh, 100%. I didn't, you, oh, the, yeah. dang it. You're Tell all right. I, and then, I take back what I have said. I am wrong. I'm, and I'm, HK, I'm still glad this is dead. But yeah, well, no, 100%. HK, more so pacifist do droid. Oh. HK is going to be a pacifist droid. They're going to give him some <laughs> British accent, and he's going to just basically walk Ewoks and ki you know, kiss Ewoks and walk, you know, old Tatooinian ladies across the Dollars sand across highway. The <laughs> God. That's what they're gonna do, dude. Listen. And we've had this we've had this discussion, I think, in past shows where like my whole crate dra my vision or what I grew up, I guess, essentially of a crate dragon was like Kotor, and I think Kotor was the the close. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I feel like it's the closest to the original art um, yes. that Lucas had. Could be wrong, but yeah, that's what they're gonna do. So I'm a, I'm in agreement with you. Thank goodness that this is dead, but that's what they're gonna do. HK's gonna be a pacifist. Revan's gonna have some type of other love affair. Bastila is gonna I don't know like go you know pound sand or something and some other sand planet that's not within the EU. Oh god. Yeah, you're right. Zalbar and and uh uh was it Ro uh what was his brother uh Zalabar and what was his brother? Chandar Chandar. Oh. Yeah, they're going to they're going to be on the Mari show or the Star Wars version of the Mari show trying to figure out their whole domestic <laughs> violence <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean god. Uh, yeah, oh, okay, continue, because I'm, I'm doing what, fra I don't know if you can hear, I'm slamming my, my fist down yeah, on I, my I, table. Yeah, I heard you, I heard you. Uh, definitely, you know, just a quick, quick, uh, palate cleanse, for example, here is a proper, proper crate Dragon. Bam! Yes, That's yes. a crate Dragon. Not, not that shit that they brought into Mandalorian. It was like something from not Tremors. <laughs> Basically, my whole. And plot. now you ruin tremors for me, you bastards. Nothing like, can ruin tremors for me. I love tremors. Well, awesome okay, movie. but like, yeah, like crate dragon, I won't, I won't let that sand slug. Uh, yeah, I won't let that uh, wannabe crate uh, disrupt that. Uh, so yeah, the Embracer Group acquired Aspire in 2021. Ah, okay, for up to 450 million. In May of this year, the developer announced Saber Interactive would also be working on the Star Wars Knights of the Republic remake. While Saber had been brought aboard for outsourced work, the studio may end up taking over the game's development in its entirety. Anonymous sources at Aspire claimed. The holding company would certainly want the remake to reach their expectations, as the Embracer Group stated in their Q4 report this May. Uh, quote, Aspire has gone full into the may, uh, to make this hap, uh, that make this the best game that they can make. Board member Matthew Karch explained, when we acquired Aspire, we knew from the start that they would require our assistance. Uh, Saber has tremendous expertise 
in creating these types of products. Uh, we're fully confident that the game is going to be fantastic, but it's a massive, massive product, and massive products require a lot of effort and a lot of time to make good, especially when you're talking about a game already old, very old. It's hey. not old. It's not old. It's not, it's not that old. Is it? No. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, around for like 15 on. years. Well, you started playing SOTOR like 12. Oh, God. And KOTOR has been out way before SOTOR. I'm going to say 15. 17. 15 to 17. Locking it in. 18 and a half. Final answer. First release. Oh. July 15th, 2003. Is my math wrong? God. What's the math on that? Is it 15 years? Oh, Over 15, enough. 18, 18 years? 2003, you said? Long enough. Good at math. Long Not good enough. at math. Yeah, 2003. Woo! Okay, that, that brings... Oh, I was close. That's 20 years ago. And it's still one of the best games out there. Still one of the best games, if not one of the best games. No, it it is definitely. Blows Sotor out of the water. Sorry, I said it. <laughs> uh, so we Listen. basically go ahead. Oh, I was just saying it's just, it's just you, there are so many ways to beat that game. There, nobody has figured out a number. I think there at least I tried to beat that game like thirty-two different ways. <laughs> I think there's about. Two, two specific ways. Good ending, bad ending. Which is dark side, light side. Um, but this is also then some of the choices let, leading up to it can vary. Well, it's pretty much what I said, essentially. Yeah, 30-something. <laughs> well, 32. Uh, we basically had to remake that game from scratch, Karch admitted. He told investors that they could expect to hear news about the remake in the next several months. Well... Um, I hope we hear no news about it and that it's completely dead because, again, no. Just just no. And what's, what's funny about this, too, that I find is where's Bioware? Where's anybody from the original? Is anybody from the original dev team being brought in at all? No, they all left. I, I mean, I, well, I know, I know that. But... I, I it it just makes me wonder. It's like, are they are they looking to bring in some of the original team members that worked on it? Uh, are they even still around? Are they still? I mean, that'd be a great question. That'd be a, like worth the research. Or one, are they still with the company? Are they still alive? Because I mean, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, a lot of them left uh, Bioware and went to either they went and started their own new companies or. What have you? So yeah. I so just, this is the, the they. As far as I know, Drew Carpishan, who was one of the writers, is not the writer for the game. Uh, hasn't been brought in. None of the uh, programmers, David Faulkner, he, uh, Casey Hudson, who is the director, he hasn't been brought in. As far as I'm aware. Did I he write Revan? Carpishan did. It is he, what's shocking he, of how you know. How badly oh. he wrote them in the book, in the the Sutor book. <sighs> That's a good question, but you know, like just to touch on this, I don't. I just think the the future, like I don't think we'll ever get a, a, another 
an amazing Star Wars. I, I don't think we will because, like, in my humble opinion, uh, KOTOR was one of, like, the last best game. I mean, obviously, well, I don't For know. When story, did Jedi... absolutely, is probably when one of the did, tops. I'd still when did Academy and uh, I would Jedi. still... Yeah, I would still lead for, like, Jedi combat and stuff towards, um... Yeah. As far as, like, RPGs. Jedi Outcast in, in uh, Jedi Academy. And then I would say, yeah, if you want, like, a battle simulator, you go and play ba- the original Battlefront 2 from 2005. Play those, and you basically got some of your... Let me pose experience. this question to you. Let me pose <laughs> this, because I feel like I feel like some of the Disney shields will find some way to counter it but do you, do you <laughs> the old argument is like well george wasn't involved in everything how could he like you see you see games that were produced prior to the acquisition of luke like you know prior to lucas you know george selling it and then everything yeah. that was produced after there i mean you can draw a line straight down the middle of, of really great games and really crappy games and Every game that I've played, and this isn't about being biased, every crappy game that I've played in regards to Star Wars has been after Lucas sold to Disney. Battlefront, like you could probably make, when Battlefront was 2015. So uh, that, I mean. The newest one? Yeah. Yeah. So At the least. second one was dog water. Absolute dog water. Like, did well, not like sto- it. They, what, what, was, what was bullshit about story, that? Story, the story. The story. Yeah. They, they sold you on a story of, oh. Inferno Squad or whatever it was. On the Empire side. You're gonna for once. It's only it's barely like maybe thirty minutes to an hour into that freaking game where you're like a few yeah. missions in, you're defecting already to the to the rebellion. Yeah. I'm like, what the? Where's yeah? I, you well, that's the marketing strategy, isn't it? Because like they're like, it's, oh, well, yeah, everybody wants bait to play and switch. It. It's the yeah. bait and switch. But the battlefront, the first one, you can make the argument that like <clears throat> it was it was decent. Like there was parts of it like I didn't. As far if we're talking about the story now, multiplayer is a whole different. That's a whole different well, conversation. And, but from the story perspective, you know that well, I guess original, one could argue the original Battlefront Two, the original Battlefront Two from two thousand five, had you playing in the campaign as uh, the five hundred first clone troopers into the Empire era. So you basically that if you want your Empire story, there you go. You get to be right. you get to have your M- Imperial story. Because otherwise, yeah, it's like no, we didn't get that from the newest. I hate, and this I, whole, hate this. And, I hate this. And here, well, you have two Battlefront twos, and it's like, well, which ones? Which yeah. So, but then this whole and like I said, that they, they've really I don't know if they made any money on it, but they really tried to capitalize because they did Battlefront two, the whole Inferno Squad story, and Operation yeah. Cinder, and then they made books. Which was I don't know who wrote it. I don't know if it was the well. There's a Battlefront book, know. and then there's the Inferno Squad. So I don't know. Is it like that Claudia chick? I don't know if she. I forget the author, but just terrible. But the point I'm trying to make is like you know you have Jedi Academy, and again I will say there's a little bit of nostalgia to this, but like Jedi Academy, amazing. You know uh, Jedi Outcast, amazing. Oh, you know I haven't played Dark Forces, but have heard nothing but amazing things about Dark oh, yeah, Forces. It's just- Still a consistent Kotor, like that's that's the point. So, like again, it goes back to my question: How involved is it? Do you think Lucas was involved in the production of these games? And Disney if just not, isn't. They just if don't not su- full just production, suck. he he always got like like we've we've read from uh, from authors' accounts how they would send notes to yeah. Lucas, and he would either you know give the green light or say no. 
and maybe yeah. give a suggestion as another path to go about it. So he he had a level of involvement in these projects. It just you know it, it just wasn't always maybe like super hands on where he's you know breathing down everyone's For neck. Sure. Going, no, no, you need it like this. But he, I would say, it showed a level of confidence that he had in, in these people to take those notes to... and make a good product from it. You think it comes down to just either passion or lack thereof of passion? Because, like I said, man, I bought what was the uh, Rogue Squadron, the the newest um, oh, game that is that was it Rogue that. Squadron? I so yeah, I bought it. Oh, cool, dude! I was yeah, I was like, well, we'll give it a go, right? And uh, bought it, and it was it was dog water, like literally the yeah, worst. I would much rather go back and play Jedi Starfighter. I, I hey I I. Once I, okay, I gotta get back to I gotta get back to playing Republic Commando. Once yeah. I'm done with that, Starfighter amazing. I'll, I'll load up. Uh, I'll have to load up that total conversion mod of uh, the uh, X-wing or the Tie Fighter game. So I'll have to Tie do, Fighter. But did you play that. Jedi? Did you play the Jedi Starfighter? I think that was the game where oh, it came out yeah, with yeah, GameCube. Yeah, that, yeah, I had that on the GameCube or on the PS2. I forget which. Yeah, I know I had it though. Just all these amazing games, man. Prior to prior oh, to you know Disney, the but, original Rogue Squadron games and stuff. And were awesome. we have we haven't even heard anything about Eclipse. The last time I heard something about the last time we heard any information about Eclipse was the last Eclipse that took place. <laughs> right. Like they're like, oh, I'll be done at the end of like the well, the second age of or you know set was it the end of the end of the ages or what did they say the end of the decade is what something they said like it would that, be. Yeah. But, I like Star Wars. Yeah, so Star Wars. Well, yeah, Curious, Star Wars. Like, Curious. He says, "Is it really old when a game has aged as well as Coder has? A remake was never necessary, and that's definitely and has been to my point when I saw the news drop and I reiter reiterated this on uh, Twitter. I was like, you didn't need you didn't need to do this anyways. All you need install the game if you want to. Maybe install some texture mods that kind of you know yeah brighten some things up. Whatever you want." But otherwise, you don't need. You, it's yeah. fine. It's still perfect to play. It now kind of, even though it's kind of going for that semi-real look, uh, it has this weird, it's this weird sort of own uh, art style to it, which I think it, it sounds bizarre, but it kind of kind of does for some of the looks and stuff that's going on in that game. But it works. What and do you yeah, think? You made... don't need a lot. Yeah, you just need to so... play that freaking game. I agree with every everything Sarge Pierce says. You don't need a remake. But what what do you think? And I don't want to go on too big of a detour here. But what do you like? This game is iconic, right? Like anybody oh, who is a Star Wars fan, you can say like you could just say Kotor, and they're like, oh yeah, that game that came out like when Ronald Reagan was in office, <laughs> right? Whatever. But like, what do you think made this game so so good and so iconic, and in, in a game that has lived on even twenty years after it was produced, like? Again, um, like for me, there's well, nostalgia, but like nostalgia will play a factor, yes. But the thing is that I think that the reason why Coder keeps living and is always like kind of, you know, told told by to many people, if you want a great story, and it, this is what it comes down to, is a great story, and yeah. it's one of Bioware's earliest games. Yeah, they did uh, not earliest. They did they did definitely some early before, but definitely, 
I think the game that, for me at least, put them on my radar. I'll just say that they put them on my radar. Was was this game for sure? Because they had been, obviously was, been around prior to this, but this, yes, I think they were, yeah, to they your were. point, like this is one of the, but, in my opinion, first games that I kind of like. I'll just agree with you. You know, seeing Kotor, that was really what turned me on to Bioware. Yeah, it's what it's certainly what grabbed my attention to them, and it was it was a new kind of experience for me. Now I know a lot of people already had kind of their their they played the old click, uh, point and click adventure games and stuff like that, so they were used to dialogue options and stuff like that. I was used to very basic. I'll just say basic basic uh, <laughs> choices from yeah. some of the old Final Fantasy games that I had played. But this was a game where, yeah, you, you really had a selection of, of things to pick for your, your character to basically be, be saying to the people that was also fully voiced. Not your, not your character, but everybody else. And it, it, it's actually going through every option had a, had a level of a payoff of you either getting more dialogue and filling in more story or then also you making certain choices and helping basically any friendships or whatever gaining loyalty from your from your team members to and help push the story along and then it was just fun just to wander around and then even your the companions you were wandering around with would start to have dialogue with each other my favorite was having Candorous and Karth <laughs> pick oh, yeah. there because you, you had the pure like warrior type out of um, out of Candorous who just, who was who glorified and was immersed in just loved battle and combat, while Karth was I I don't know they like more the soldier ish type where he was trying to put on on this air of nobil- almost nobility and stuff like that like he was kind of a bit better than Candorous because they didn't do the truly dirty options when Candorous was just full honest about be- about what he you know he he thrived on this he loved it it was and you know when it he, he understood it for sure you know when you're in war there are no rules there are no rules of engagement it's called you know wh- whichever side wins gets to tell the tale afterwards so <laughs> that was always just you know that was always fun to have those two kind of go off on each other. those are like the main ones i mainly remember too is just them sniping at each other i know you could kind of get i think candorous and uh and um bastila to kind of gripe at each other with a few things with the when it came to the mandalorian war and stuff like that it, and it, it was just all of that. You know, you had all this... I, I don't want to say just flavor text or just kind of, you know, fluff, but because it, it all yeah. added and helped build the world, and that was just it. They really uh, built this amazing world, and they picked a good way to go about it, which was, what was it, like 3,000 years prior to... Uh, Prior to like battle, the, they like they usually do it by battle the battle of Yavin. So yeah. it was like three thousand. They they went to a time period where there was no interaction. There was it was it was a playground for them to create new characters. And this is this is kind of a funny thing. 
you have you have some of these people out there, especially within the comic sphere, that will gripe and go, "Oh, well, if we create new characters, nobody wants to buy them. Nobody wants to buy the books for them." No, that's bullshit. You just write you just write poorly, you know, cardboard cutout characters that are either ripoffs of what you already have and are poorly imitating, or just you know, these vehicles for being on your goddamn soapbox half the fucking time. Right. So, so the thing is, is like you had these characters. You had Re- you had Revan, which you know, you know, he's basically now the either if not the Sith Lord that people refer to, or you know, also the redeemed Jedi. And as as it is, people out there, there are no gray Jedi. Well, it depends, on, depends on who you uh, who you ask. No, no, no. There is none. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Even no. Revan himself, even Revan himself, via his holocron, made it very clear: you cannot be a great Jedi or whatever. You have to embrace the dark or embrace the light, and that's the great thing. I got vindicated. That was the great thing when I heard that in the Bane book. Yeah. It's same is coming from Drew Carpishin, so he was still writing the things. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just um, saying, other people will argue get like, no, you can't be like a No, they can piss off with that. Uh, <sighs> but she still serves the light. That's just it. Um, but you had you had Revan, you had HK47. That is still an, another big main char- character, big mainstay character that gets referenced or whatever in some form. I mean, hell, they brought him into. Uh, the, the old MMO Star Wars Galaxy. They brought him on as a uh, I think it was a raid boss they brought him in as for for when they brought in Mustafar to go onto that planet. They brought him in. Um, I mean, geez. He, Bastila is still well known as not, not just Revan's lover, but you know, she was the one that brought him in. She was also just kind of the now... He was this kind of the mainstay Jedi. Thank you for respecting that, because other people just referred to her as a side piece. No, no, because yeah. I mean that was the thing. Like, and she she had she was kind of a young Jedi still that was trying. She was kind of forcefully brought propped up, mainly thanks, funnily enough, to Malak, because he decided, you know what, I think it's about time to ki- take out Revan. <laughs> so she kind of got this quick. Bump and like you guess, if you want to say for lack of better popularity, yeah. And she was she was known though for battle meditation and being an early proponent of, of that te- style of technique and helping out in that. And that was then also what if you went to the dark side and she, or when she went to the dark side. Oops, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> but when that when that happens, that makes her also a threat to you and your companions because of what she can help. Malik's forces and you know going against you and everything and Candorous for the love of God can I mean still love favorite character if not the favorite character of all time from from that game for sure yeah goes on I mean still my favorite not always a big fan of Wookiees but I liked Baldor I thought he's a great I thought he was great too Mission wasn't bad. She could be kind of bratty, but, you know, she was still kind of a fun early companion to get. Then, um, uh, I mean, T7, kind of a, just your... 
Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it was the droid. <laughs> was it on a T7? Ah. Uh, getting it at the moment. We both can look it up on our computer now. This is what this problem with me. I'm shit with names half the time. So, Mission Val... Oh, sorry, not Baldar. Zalbar. Zal oh, yeah, Zalbar. You're welcome for the spoilers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Zalbar. Uh, oh, yeah, Jolie Bindu. Julie, Julie's probably one of my favorite. In I liked him. He just was, he just though because he he was trying to play that slight um mid mid like he, he <laughs> I have a meme too. That's he basically had no strong feelings. What he was very much the neutral guy in a lot of this, and he, he wasn't bad. Like I, I I liked him, but he just. To me, for me, he didn't he didn't lend a great deal as much. He didn't make as strong as an impression on me as like the other characters did. Uh, so T three, sorry, not T seven. I think I'm thinking of Sutor. Uh, T three, typical droid. Karth, goddamn Karth, the the guy with the the high distrust level. Yeah, almost as much as Mando with droids. And could be kind of a tit. But again, like it was, it was fun having him and um, uh, him and uh, Candorous bicker at each other. And I mean, he was the first, he's that first companion that you really got and got to start talking to and kind of get the world filled in for you. So they all played, played these parts for it. And so, I mean. <laughs> Jesus, where were, where were we going? Oh, why it's still why it's still yeah, why is it, yeah? Uh, you know, it's because of all of the all of that. Just and it was well well written. Yes, there is the big kind of shock value. I guess you know the shock value of when you discover who your your character is as being Revan and stuff. Um, but you know, I don't. I don't remember it imp like hitting me as big as like some people said. So, uh, but I could just be misremembering that yeah. whole situation. But that was definitely that's like one of the one of the key moments that people will talk about when comparing it to Coder Night Shield Republic Two. But I don't think it's it's like the 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 thing for the game because there's just so much already leading up to it that was just so well well done and well crafted and plus I mean the game also gave a this was I believe where we first got the uh, Jedi the, the Jedi code and the Sith code so we got yeah. we got two of those two things to also uh, kind of breathe more life into these two warring factions that have been at each other's throat for already at this point, you know, centuries, almost. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's 
that's just the way I kind of see it. The, the gameplay, like I said to some people, can be seen as a little stiff at this point. Not everyone was into the whole kind of... I forgot how it's been called, but it's kind of like almost like a lottery of how it'll affect hits and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. I mean, that to me, though, is just kind of like... That's kind of... I don't know how to really put it. I just know it's definitely a, a unique choice. Because I think even by that... Yeah, by that point, we'd already gotten games like uh, Jedi Outcast. Probably in the, yeah, in about the same vein. Jedi Outcast, Jedi Academy. So we'd had those gameplay styles out there. Nothing really like the RPG version, though. Well, not version, but like the RPG realm. Right. Specifically for Star Wars, I should say. Yeah, so like a year. I mean, prior. well, I mean, Jedi out. Je- well, I don't want to spoil anything. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but like, well, Jedi Academy. You know, I think there was where you could do like it was very reminiscent. Well, I'm not gonna say reminiscent because that would be like reverse reminiscent. But like you know, with uh, Re- Re- Revenge of the Sith, there was two ways you could end that game, and then they did it, I think with Force hmm. Unleashed. But remember with uh, Jedi Academy, like you had an option either do what till to kill J. Uh, who was the character? Oh yeah, uh, Rosh. Rosh. Oh, I hated Rosh. <laughs> Everybody did. <laughs> uh, what a what a just a slimy, slimy well, individual. The thing, but, is, the thing was was like especially once you got to that point, I like at first I liked Baker Turn bumping him. Well, I didn't. I I never really because he was just kind of pathetic. Dude, well, I think this is the, like, the I true test. He, I don't think he felt. Wor- I don't think he was like a worthy. If you're gonna go to the no. dark side. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta switch over, like Anakin. You know, kill a Jedi master and right, and you know, take out the whole academy sort of thing. Well, hold, not, hold not on, kill hold on. Rosh I don't think and <laughs> we we need to. We I think we need to be fair here. He technically didn't kill a Jedi master per se. Oh, uh, I mean, he, he wallop went up to wallop, the death. Yeah. he helped. He he wallop. assisted in the death of a Jedi master. Yeah. He didn't cut yeah. off. Yeah. He didn't cut off the thing. I mean, yeah. Walt goes the hand, and then Sheev, you know, came out and did, you know, majority of the. We'll just say this: Sheev did all the heavy lifting, and I actually wanted. To, we'll get into the. I wanted to get. I thought this would be a fun topic to get into. Um, but yeah. Um, after maybe. But yeah. Um, definitely just walked the hand, and Sheev did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you're not. You're not wrong there. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. I. Th- I think for me. I think. Um, it was just kind of the game in its own class, if if that makes sense. Like you know, you we. I had already played. You know, obviously Jedi, uh, Outcast, which, you know, I loved, and I hadn't played Academy, but you know, and then coming to. I. I mean, I had fond memories, man. Like I was just playing this game. Like I had to lie to my parents. Like, I was doing my homework. Like, I'd shut the door and turn, and, and turn, like, you know, my music that I'd listen to while I did my homework. And I was just playing the game. I was playing the game so long, my Xbox was like, literally, I could cook an egg on my Xbox. My old Xbox. I remember that, man. <laughs> it got so bad, dude. Like, my game would freeze because I, I'd play this thing, like, literally, I kid you not, 12 hours, like, straight. I'd get home from school at, like, 4, and I would play until, like, 12. Okay. And then, yeah. So, yeah, here was the thing for us, too. So... I had I had a I had a laptop that I had been playing a lot of different 
stuff on to, but we, we've been mainly playing at the time Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah. But we had to to help with performance. Uh, I needed to. We needed to get uh, some new RAM for the computer to help with speed and stuff like that, and help buffering and keeping the game playing smooth. And so I could actually do more than just space battles. Well. <laughs> Because then Coder was coming along, and we were playing. We started playing the, sh- the hell out of that. Like you say, we're heating things up. We, <laughs> our laptop basically did the same thing. So we we had like a little fan that we put right on top of the keyboard, so it would help keep the laptop cool. Because yeah, after like maybe uh, I don't know how long we would get play, we get some play time out of, but we would have to have that fan on and over it so we could keep playing coder because god dang um it was like you say it was addictive you just had to keep playing more and i i remember when i first got introduced to the game it was over at a buddy of mine's house and uh he he would let me play for like he would trade off like every like one to two hours and man, that one to two hours just wasn't enough. I needed more. I needed more. So that was definitely what encouraged me of like, okay, I got to get this game. Yeah. Because it was, it was oh, worth it. Def, I mean, definitely top five. But I've said that before, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, for sure. I thought I was going to try to bring this up, but... What's that? Um, well... So, I found a... Uh, I think... I don't know if we shared it, but, like, IGN came out with their, like, top five Star Wars... Uh, Star Wars movies. Top five Star Wars games, and I don't even think KOTOR was in the... I'm trying to find IGN. IGN, you're already off to a bad start. Yeah, of course, but, you know, everybody... Not everybody, but... People tend to follow IGN, but I just thought it was interesting. I'm trying to find the post here, but it's like top five. I don't think Kotor is even in. I think it may be number five. Um, I may not be able to find it, but uh, I think they put like I could have sworn they had Rogue Squadron in like the top three, and I was like, "What are you doing? Like, have you not even heard like, of like Outcast?" Yeah, I was like, have you not, I wanted to send them a message, like, or, like, commenters, like, have you not heard of Outcast? Have you not heard of Academy? Have you not heard of, like, KOTOR? Like, how dare you bes- just besmirch their name and not add them in? Yeah, I, they probably took it down just from pure stupidity. Star Wars purist. Friday night, best friends house, two TVs hooked up in the same room, two Xboxes, pizza, Mountain Dew, Coder, win. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't find two, it. Two computers. <laughs> before before even my brother started having a, a PC of his own, is like, you know, my buddy, a buddy of mine would come over with his computer. I'd be on mine be gaming doing whatever oh good times i can't find it but i wanted to share it because i just thought it was i just thought it was funny yeah they they were like top five uh it's like we've released our top five was it like a uh, recent article 
Yeah, it was a couple, well, it was a couple, I think it was a couple weeks ago that I saw it. I don't know if I sent it, I thought I sent it to you, maybe I didn't, but... I just thought it was really interesting, so I was like, like, one, like, was this, like, did people vote for this, or is this just, like, coming from you? Well, I just found this. Maybe, let's see it. And they have Coder as the top, followed oh. by... This was on May 4th, May the 4th, uh, 2022. Yeah, no. uh, so this is their, I, yeah, I could have sworn it. Maybe that was a different gaming site. It may have been. I thought it was IGN. I think I remember, I, I, remember a list, I remember seeing a list and they did not have Jedi Outcast, I believe. And yeah. It was definitely Lego Star Wars, though. Lego Star Wars was number one. That's what it was, because it was this post. So what? It was a little bit longer than a couple weeks ago, but it was right when Star Wars Legos was coming out, or I think kind of coming out. And they, yeah, they put this game like no, it was right after it came out, and all the hype and people had were voting that, uh, yeah, it was like top, like top. Was in like the top two. I think it was number one, slotted for number one. I'm like, you guys are just got it. Like, one, it's a Lego game, and two, it's a Lego game. Ah, whatever. <laughs> no worries. Uh, unpopular. I thought, do we? I want to see if we post it, if there's another article we wanted to go over, but... Well, uh, you know, keeping it to the video game sphere, I do have another thing that I thought was oh, rather silly uh, that they're going to do. So, sources claim Rockstar Games plans to introduce one female protagonist and then neuter offensive content that, quote, punches down in GTA 6. GTA, Grand Theft Auto, the game that made its name off of ridiculousness, over-the-top humor, uh, now, though, goofy social commentary, um, you know, all sorts of stuff, and now they're looking to basically kick themselves in the balls. I don't know how much you've you've played of any of the GTA games, but I, uh, I so yeah, great great question. Uh, I played uh, what was it? I almost said New Vegas. That's a fall. <laughs> I played a Vice. Is it Vice? Vice was City? it Vice City? Played Vice City, and I played the one. Oh, GTA four and five. Four four with was it Franklin? Franklin and then five, five was like Trevor. Yeah, uh, five. Was there six? Five was then? five was five was uh, three protagonists. You had Trevor. You had Franklin. What was the one before? Oh no no San Andreas. Yeah, so I played. Sack of shit. Yeah, so I played uh, Vice City, San Andreas, and then the fifth one. Okay. So okay. I only played three of them. Wow. So well, you that's skipped, technically... you skip four altogether. <laughs> well, and then when I was about four years old, I played like I think the first one because I remembered you could literally get a tank and kill everybody in it. Only then could you call. Only then would they send in the army. But like the newest one, like you fart on somebody and then you, the army's after you. <laughs> but I find this rather funny though that they're now apparently going to be bringing in a female protagonist, and this is the time that they're going to potentially neuter its content then why bring it back i mean <laughs> well 
<laughs> like, I just, I just think it's so telling, though. It's like you introduce a female, and now it's gonna be toned down to what your original mo has been. Um, let's see. As much as I love the gameplay of GTA V, the joke stopped being funny f to me after Vice City. Uh, I think San Andreas was kind of its peak for the GTA yeah. games personally because they they had introduced so much for it in terms of some of the gameplay factors. Uh, the, the A lot of the, the cars were a lot better to handle usually. Also, the I really liked how you can make CJ either an obese son of a bitch that could barely run five steps or you could just make him this big burly tank uh that was able to be the most athletic runner and everything, or just some scrawny little piece of shit. I like I thought that was really cool that they had that. The gang wars was really fun, but I mean, I'll be I'll be honest. Then like Saints Row came along and kind of did it better, especially with Saints Row Two. Just sad they they lost their shit after after that. But. Um, going into this, I just thought this would be a little interesting little side topic. Um, so sources claim that GTA 6 will have a female protagonist, less content that could be deemed, quote, punching down, and a kinder and less intensive work environment in Rockstar Games. <laughs> Stop. Oh, wow. No, I will not. <laughs> Because he could be a fat bastard that could barely run by feet. And it was hilarious because you'd get that maybe those one those three steps and uh, uh, Right. Uh, it was hilarious. I lo I loved it first. So uh again with Bloomberg reports that according to people familiar with development, Rockstar Games had hardly had already begun trying to down uh you guys messed up here to tone down uh, content that could be deemed offensive as early as 2020. Well, and that was, I mean, even with GTA 5, the they they went peak with the with the nihilism and just self-deprecating humor and stuff like that. And it's just like, guys, come on, have some fun. This used to be used to be what it was. Is just having some fun. Ugh, I miss fun in video. <laughs> can't have fun these days, man. No, you can't. Uh, after the death of George Floyd and the and subsequent uh, Summer of Love, uh, the studio allegedly halted plans for their Cops and Crooks mode for Grand Theft Auto Online. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, senior executives were concerned how releasing such a mode where teams of players fought against each other and teams of police and criminals would be taken at that time. I'm pretty sure the freaking game APB is still running. Right. That game is all about cops fighting robbers. <laughs> That's the whole point of that game. It was usually f more fun being a, a criminal because it was easier to get do shit. <laughs> I, God, gaming used to be, used to be fun, used to be cool to give the finger to all these people that gave them shit and now they're just as pussified as as the freaking music world movies you name it they all yeah bent the goddamn knee 
Uh, noting that Rockstar Games had also censored allegedly transphobic content from the latest console release of GTA 5, the outlet reports the studio had also significantly narrowed its gender pay gap. Oh, God. Uh, Bloomberg then, with surprisingly little fanfare, reveals the claim that Grand Theft Auto 6 will have the series' first playable female protagonist, according to people familiar with the game. Okay. I hate sometimes this the, the 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 rumor the rumor mill that goes on. I just wish you you know people familiar with the game. Okay, does that mean actual people that have been working on it, or just people that have been talking with the developer? I mean, what what what? what? Um, as per the source, there will be a pair of protagonists uh, influenced by the Wild West Bonnie and Clyde. It will be a pair of bank robbers, and we assume lovers if the influence holds up, with the the woman being Latina. Oh dear! Like, I, I just can't. you guys, I can't. Like, <laughs> I mean, the the Bonnie and Clyde aspect. Okay, are they going to actually be on equal footing, or are you going to make the guy basically a complete dumbass, which is basically like what you see in most like sitcoms and stuff like that. Mom smart, dad dumb. And is that what you're going to basically do? Or Vader, like, cowering to the handmaiden. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, I can't. I can't. This is why I play old games. They just continue to give me more and more justification to why I continue to I, just keep playing old video games. I literally thought, like, the whole GTA was, like, done after Vice City. Like, I didn't think, like, San Andreas was, like, fun for, like, I don't know, like, three minutes. You could, like, <laughs> you know, start up a gang war, but then, like, you know, when actual gang wars are, like, you know, resurfacing, like, everybody's like, oh, I can't, that, that's not right for you to play that game. No, the biggest controversy that came out for San Andreas was the hot coffee mod. It was, uh, a, I don't think a, I remember, what a, was that one? The hot coffee mod wasn't even a mod. It was basically something that was in the game that you had to go through some, if I recall right, some pretty ridiculous steps to uh, get the scene, which was basically uh, a, the sex scene, instead of, like, cutting out, was actually showing you the sex scene, if I recall correctly. Oh, dear. And it was something to do with, like, hot, the, the I forgot why it got call, called the hot coffee mod, but that was basically... It, and it was a, a little bit of a controversy. And the funny thing was, is that when I was uh, um, turning in some games to to sell off or whatever at GameStop, they could not take it because it was the original version of that game that Are you had serious? that implement. Yes, it had that still part of the game disc, so they could not take my copy of the game. Was it like their I, policy, I just, or was it yeah, like... Yeah, it was their policy. They couldn't accept it. What a bunch because of... Because they didn't want to be the ones to sell that, and that was the thing. And now it's this, probably this, worth this, so much money now. So this is, the, this is the thing, too, is... And again, this was something that mainstream media helped perpetuate was the whole violent video game scares. You know, back when uh, Columbine happened, because they went and they went heavy on blaming things like Doom and Wolfenstein yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, I remember and, Wolfenstein. And then you had you had tits like Jack Thompson that came along, that was very uh, was a retarded lawyer that tried banning violent video games. 
on top of it, you had Democratic senators trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, God, I used to have their names at the tip of my, right Pelosi. Of my head. She's been around for 500 years. Amazingly, she was not one of the ones that's been usually named. Ah. Who's the, the guy? Who's the dick? Who's the dictator in California? Newsom. Newsom. Was Newsom, <laughs> Newsom. <around? laughs> no, this this oh. predated. Uh, well, I don't know if you, nothing. Listen, nothing how... can predate Pelosi. She's literally she's about two hundred and thirty years old, and she's been in ah. politics for all of probably two hundred of those years. So, like a couple of the a couple of the main Democratic senators was Joseph Lieberman and Herbert. Those were definitely two, like two of the guys that were going after some of the old violent, violent video games that we used to play. But you know, the th- then at the same time, while there is the whole thing of the mainstream media going after after gaming, you had at least the video game media kicking back, giving them the finger, and telling telling these people to piss off because it was all just fabricated bullshit, anyways. Right. So. You know, it, it's just it's just funny how now you you have these game companies too that are just getting scared now, so scared at whatever current events are going on, and now they feel they have to strip game content just to accommodate these weirdos on Twitter and stuff that you know screech over the littlest stupidest shit anyway. I don't feel like, like I feel like there's probably more violent games than that. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I mean, God, the nineties were <laughs> we had we had we had the call had, like in, we had the, yeah. I mean, the nineties we had, of course, it was the when uh, Mortal Kombat was was yeah, uh, well, king, yeah, of, I'm the, just, king yeah. of the arcades. You had uh, curb stomping. I mean, Mortal Kombat in itself, like basically, you know, like finish him and you curb stomp the guy. <laughs> like if that's not violent. Mortal Kombat, you had Doom, like I already said, like Doom was like Wolfenstein, you had uh you had Quake. Let me just say this tournament that came along. I mean, god dang, we oh Metal Gear. Wolfenstein There were there were so there were so many oof moments in that game. (laughs) I remember playing so much that's such good stuff. I had to play I had to play it under my bed because my parents wouldn't let me play it. I had to bootleg buy the buy this off the black market and then play it <laughs> in my bed. Like literally, it was like a drug deal in the bathroom at school. Like, hey man, you got you got the new Wolfenstein, you got the you know the w, the new WS man. He's like, well, what you got on my forty? Well, here, you take this. And he goes, so it's like an exchange in the bathroom at school, man. Catholic school, nonetheless. <laughs> Can you imagine if we got caught by the by like you know here, here's a fun fact of the day like the principal does not run that school it is the it is the priest so can you imagine getting caught in the bathroom with a Wolfenstein game? No, because I, I went to I went to California public schools. And yeah, you'd be, let me just tell. Well, it's a great it's a great question that you asked. You'd be on the first flight to the Vatican to be excommunicated. <laughs> I believe it. I didn't play Doom though. I remember Doom, but I don't think I, I ever played Doom. Maybe uh, I did. Was God. it rough? It was good times, man. Good times. First time I, the first time I played that game was at my uncle's house, and he had yeah. the uh, the share. I think he had the shareware version, and it was only like a few levels and stuff like that. But God dang, that was so much fun. My brother and I would basically like 
uh, play it together. Like one of us would move, and then the other would do like shooting and opening doors and stuff like that. Or yeah. one of us, one of us would play over the other, and then we just switch off. Oh, to to relive that experience again. I wish I could because just to play that game for the I first time. The Rock ruined again. it for Doom for me. So, oh, God, yeah. Oh, well, that's what you get for watching his movies. Well, listen, that wasn't wasn't by choice. It was just you know I think it was like on a Friday night, two TVs in a room, like Star Wars Pierce was saying, and I had it was you know I think ABBA in concert, and then Doom was playing on the other TV. So my choices were watching have, the ABBA concert uh, or Doom. I have not I have not watched that movie, so I'm gonna myself blessed i'm gonna tell you probably don't because the rock cannot act (laughs) at all (laughs) no the the, oh gosh just the worst (laughs) man and then but then and what led it so the 90s prepared us for modern warfare 2 chat lobby there were more there was more i would say this i think there was an equal amount of violence if not more violence in a modern warfare 2 chat lobby than freaking Doom and Wolfenstein. Man. Hey, I'll 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 always say this, man. You you don't get more psychotic than the the, the in-game lobbies when you were playing uh, a Dark Forces Two multiplayer. Good God, Could those people was get it foul. Was it almost uh, as was it almost as bad as Call of Duty? Oh, it was more, more warfare. It was sorry, more warfare two. Then a more warfare two chat was, lobby. Oh God, yes, because there was no moderation other than you have uh, the. Other than you going, um, I'm out. So you had to leave and find a new server, if that. <laughs> Listen, most of most of my mom jokes that I currently know today, I got from the Modern Warfare 2 chat lobby. And then, and then uh, Counter-Strike. And then, oh, uh, Counter-Strike. Jeez. Oh, the shit-talking that could happen in a, in a Counter-Strike lobby was ridiculous. You know what's the greatest thing about these games is like you never, you weren't talking crap at a ten year old. Like you may have been ten, ten years old talking to another ten year old, <laughs> but it's not like today where you're like a thirty year old, you know, man ah! g- getting schooled by a ten year old. <laughs> no, it's de- the the playing field has definitely yes changed. I'll I'll agree to that. Yeah, I, I'll, there's a. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe there was. I do remember Counter Strike, and that was a great game. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've touched that one. Uh, but anyways, back to this. Uh, Rockstar Games may also be trying to, maybe trying not to quote punch down with jokes about marginalized groups. Sources claim, in contrast to prior games, while prior titles had seemingly mocked American society as a whole. No holds barred against any group. The outlet notes how Grand Theft Auto V's tone was a mirror to the behavior of Rockstar Games employees. Uh, sources claim the company had a workplace culture, quote, full of drinking, brawling, and excursions to strip clubs. Oh, they weren't that. No way were they that. I don't want to say cool, but um, as described by Bloomberg, but also crunch and long Crunch and long hours. Well, this was just a given of any game company, uh, especially prior to 2007, especially. Like, I mean, I'm sure it still happens with a lot, but, um, oh, God, and I wish I could remember the specific incident when it 
because they had like a they had a name for the court case, but it was prior to about 2007. Game developer who was working stupid hours during a crunch time, and the wife ended up complaining, not to him but like to the game company or even filing a suit, and it basically changed the landscape. At least, especially when I when I got to do QA work at EA. People would tell the stories, and actually, some people were really annoyed by it because it made it so that you couldn't really do the same long hours and get the overtime pay that they used to get. Because while, yeah, you were working long hours, a lot of times they were still getting at least paid decently uh, for doing all that work. So <laughs> I know I certainly had I heard a few, quite a few uh, fun stories, but um, it was definitely a lot different back then for sure and it probably i'd say is now especially with a lot more modern conveniences and comforts and stuff with now all the comfortable gaming chairs and what have you but right. although i love i love the office chairs that they had good god they were comfy as hell almost as comfy as like cheaper and almost as comfy as these you know five six seven hundred dollar chairs that they had yeah it's just ridiculous i remember having one of those plastic school chairs <laughs> that I, I stole from school <laughs> that that weren't like they had like just the metal rods where you could like slightly just like kind of go back and forth on it. Yeah. And then I upgraded to a uh, one of the old beach chairs I had in my living room. Don't shame me, <laughs> like I, you shame hey, CJ. You use, you use yeah. <laughs> that was great though. You remember like the, the you remember the old beach chairs that had like it was like the the it was like weaved in like threaded like it had like the Oh, it was oh, a yeah, weird yeah, yeah. yarn. Yeah. It was basically like plastic. Yeah. Basically like a squishy plastic or yeah. of some Pe kind. <laughs> even people would come over and they make fun of me. Do you have like furniture? I'm like, yeah, this is it. Like, what are you talking crap for? Like, I'm not going to spend $700 on a couch. Like, this is my couch. If you want to sit down, you can get one in the closet. Exactly. <laughs> but they were great, man. It's so comfortable. And I wore that thing out until I fell through it. Oh. Good times. Um, the, but the, the good ladder, times rule. Exactly. The latter allegedly saw employees working nights, weekends, and 100-hour weeks to meet development schedules, which employees spoke out against across 2018 and 2019. Uh, like I said, there was definitely cases going on prior to this, but I guess for Rockstar, that's when they hit their, hit their breaking points. Um, but hey, like, like I heard some people say, uh, about like the recent things from the Marvel people that work on the, the uh, uh, FX and stuff. You took the contract. You knew the job you were walking into. Come yes. on, you you know if you're if you're going into so in this instance, if you're going into game development, you should you should already know what you're walking into. And that was the funny thing. Like I remember, um, a friend of mine and I, we'd gone into a GameStop. We picked up a book that was basically about the gaming industry, and it was talking about the quality assurance testers and stuff like that. And then what they had to go through, and we're like, "Yeah, I think we could do that." Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're like, "Yeah, it could be like a bitch to do long hours, but you know, you're getting to work. We'd be getting the opportunity to potentially work on this sort of stuff, and you know, kind of lend lend whatever we could to a game." So, 
Yeah, I mean, you can't. You should know what you. Sh- if you don't know what you're already walking into, that's kind of on you. Now, not to All say right. that a company should be abusing its employees and everything, but you know, there's a give and take here that you should kind of know what's up and what's going on. Especially if, if you want to release a game on time. If not, then the company has to go. Okay, we'll put out an announcement. We're pushing it back. But they never well, want then, to do that. Then, what do you think happened with Eclipse then? Because this is supposed to be, this was, they were marketing this game like they did freaking Kenobi. It's supposed to be the greatest game of the century. Just like it was supposed to be the greatest, you know, rematch of the century. Like, what happened with Eclipse? Lack of passion, lack of knowledge. They just like, oh, we're just going to, we're fresh out of college and we don't know what we're doing, but we're just going to try to make this game. Funny thing is, I think this is about to kind of answer that question. Uh, oh, okay. After this, Rockstar Games not only attempted to re- uh, reinvent its workplace, but how it was perceived. According to one of the one of over twenty current and former employees who spoke to Bloomberg, the developer was a <laughs> boys' club transformed into a real company. Um, your definition of a real company. Grand Theft Auto Six has had a slower development. Ah, is that right? You changed, the, you changed the company, now it's slowed down and nothing's getting done? Oh, shocking off. Um, allegedly starting in some capacity in 2014, uh, and while hindered by, and this is where I'm thinking the answer is, is the whole COVID-19 situation that went on. Went on. Lockdown orders, delays were partly due to the new cha- uh, changes aiming to improve conditions at the company. These include restructuring the design department and keeping overtime at a reasonable level with more producers to monitor schedules. So I imagine with the Star Wars Eclipse game, uh, with the whole you know COVID situation, that's where they ran into actual problems. They may not want to say so, but that's probably what kicked them in the ass and they haven't been able to pr- pr- uh, prog- make progress with their game. That would be... that. Probably as good as guess as any. Yeah. That one. Um, so then uh, contractors became full-time employees with abusive managers allegedly given the boot. Employees had care packages across the pandemic and have also given been given uh, mental health and leave benefits. The new flex time policy even allows employees to immediately take time off for every hour worked. Over the past four years, management has reassured excessive overtime would be needed for Grand Theft Auto 6 development. As we see now, it's slowed down and not making great progress. Anyway, another source told Bloomberg that the dramatic changes to Rockstar Games' work culture could not only help with retaining and attracting staff, but also make games. Better for every, better for everyone working on them. Uh, while sources say morale has allegedly been the highest it's ever been, some aren't sure the studio can still make the quote chart-topping caliber of game the studio has become known for. For example, to avoid excessive hours, the purported initial plan for Grand Theft Auto 6 to feature large areas based on North and South America was scrapped. Instead, the map will be focused on fictional versions of Miami, much like Vice City, and surrounding areas. The game also reportedly had the codename 
quote, Project Americas, which match prior rumors that claim the game would introduce a female protagonist. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 will instead be updated over time, adding new mission. <laughs> so this is probably going to also mean uh, more in-game tra- uh, microtransactions, shark cards, and stuff like that to booster their game. Instead of actually, like they used to, release full freaking games back in the day. Now they, they're so reliant on this online constant online that they can just, oh, we'll just update it. No big deal. Sure, the game is half finished, but they can, they'll get updates as time goes on. No big deal. And some of those updates will charge you for them. Assholes. I think that it's just, it's almost easier. I could be wrong. Maybe this will sound stupid, but I almost feel like it's easier to half-ass a, a game, release it, and then to your point, just do updates. Like essentially, I'm, it's basically now the uh, how you'll see on like um, on the Steam uh, program when you see like um, early access. Early access yeah. is basically the big thing of that. Of you invest in a game and hopefully it pays off, and yeah, the developers stay invested themselves and keep going with it. Sometimes though, you could buy an early access game and the developers lose interest or they go under whatever and then you never get your fully completed game i feel like they did like i'm huge uh uh call of duty guy like black ops and all this but the new i think i want to say and now i think oh i don't want to get it wrong but and i think treyarch treyarch did the, the call of duty games and anyway so but when they did uh the black ops uh, the the most recent call of duty um, it was when the height of COVID or COVID just released and everybody was like, they shut down everything and then they were trying to, I think, make this game basically in people's homes. And it was just terrible. It was just a terrible yeah. game. And the, but they kept doing like updates and all this stuff. And not that the, I don't know if the story was trash, but it was just, a, I think it was just a trash game, honestly. But yeah, I think, and they, they pushed it out. Like instead of waiting and, and pumping, you know, adequate money into it and making it a great game they yeah. basically just drag treyarch's name through the mud and nobody not nobody well, but a lot of people will play it here's definitely a point from uh, mr insect everyone wants to transition to the subscription model why release a game once you uh once you can keep it up uh can keep them on the hook for months or years yeah just keep having them pay x amount for how however many months and they just soak that up and go all right we're still working on that game. Don't worry. But to to that argument, well, not really argument, but is that what like Sotor is doing? Is Sotor a bad game, and they're just re- so, constantly doing? Because the they're about to do a uh, about to do an update August second. I just I just saw seven point one. I believe um, that's the thing. Like the MMOs is kind of a. Yeah, it's it's in that vein, but it's in it also kind of a beast of its own because part of the whole thing. Oh, he says yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. I mean, take that right. I mean, I was gonna say that the whole. Thing what were you going to say? For the subscription, is in part because they are also trying to like maintain servers and stuff like that because it is an online, constantly online game. You need that those servers to be. Uh, monitored and kept up so 
the, at least the, er, the the excuse certainly the, in the day was oh it's for basically server costs that's kind of what it gets brought up when um you can like donate to these uh emulators that are mmos uh the idea is to help keep them going on top of also helping pay for server maintenance and stuff like that but yeah, it, he's not wrong. It is just basically kind of keeping everyone on the hook and going, "Hey, just pay that fifteen bucks a month." No, so uh, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, this whole uh, so like the update, the note, the update they're doing on Monday. Like, what's what's the point? Like, do you have to update it because of the server, or like, what are you doing to the game? I is it solely because it's MMO? I haven't looked at the update that they're. Out, so well, I, I may or may not have got on before the show and was trying to uh, make my way through Corbone because I'm going to be there for the next seven months. <laughs> well, nice. hopefully we'll be playing tomorrow. So yeah, um, like Star Wars Pure's comment with <laughs> with mom and dad's like, credit card. Hundred percent. Hey, that was how I played Star Wars Galaxies back in the day. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. But it was worth it, damn it. That's funny. Like, where are all these charges coming from? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I up front asked. I was like, so there's this game I want to play with. Oh, I never my, did. My friend, and um, it, it requires a $15 a month charge. My mom was like, are you kidding me? I'm like, yeah, but, but I get I, like, I need this game and, from school. Um, yeah. She's <laughs> just like, asshole. <laughs> And then you would get it. But then we got it and got to play and have fun. And I got introduced to my very first MMO. <laughs> so back to GTA here. Uh, GTA 6 will instead be updated over time, adding new missions, even cities, ideally reducing crunch towards the final months of development. In other words, you're going to pay for a half-assed game. Despite this, the uh, game allegedly promises to include more interior locations than prior entries in the series. Why do I care about interior that much? The whole point is like being outside and run, running and gunning. Uh, while some claim to be adjusting to these new working conditions, such as additional producers, directors, and middlemen <laughs> uh, causing communication bottlenecks and confusion of who would make final calls, others told Bloomberg that they aren't sure what Grand Theft Auto would look like today. Executive producer Dan Hauser left Rockstar Games in 2019, who uh, led creative direction on the series, as noted by Bloomberg. Several of the sources pointed out that satirizing modern American culture would be difficult, as it's already satire itself. No shit there. Um, Bloomberg reports that industry analysis are expecting Grand Theft Auto 6 to launch in Take-Two Interactive's 2024 fiscal year that would be april 2023 to march 2024 however some sources told the outlet they didn't know of any release date expecting a 2024 release at least uh thanks to loose schedules and lack of progress a group of designers allegedly quit rockstar's eidenberg office others also noted there was little pressure to get a new game out the door it's i'll be speaking on in this and the next my phone's going off. Hold on. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Uh, so, is treating staff better synonymous with making less "quote" offensive games? 
What do you expect out of Grand Theft Auto 6? Let us know on social media and comments below. So, yeah. Uh, I mean... <laughs> it just seems like a joke. Well, you know, like... one way or another, one way or another, the way I see it, it's Grand Theft Auto. So... Yeah, but they're not going to make another... Like, initially, for them... initially, this game, when released, will make bank. Because it'll be going off of the name alone. Now, depending on how the game plays, its story and stuff like that, yeah, you'll probably have the game journals sucking it off quite hard, but then the rest of us will probably be going, what the but, hell kind of garbage fest is this? Let's be honest, though. Like, the we live in an, we're in an age to where, like, and I could be wrong, but I do not think that they will be able to release a GTA game like they did back in the day. Like, I don't, maybe, maybe, but, like, there's some, like, some... I'm just saying, man, like, GTA 1, Vice City, like, woof. San Andreas, uh, Well, meh. I mean, last I knew, GTA 5 was... It, I mean, the funny thing is, GTA 5 is still making its money, especially with the is online it really? mode. The online mode, because it's been getting, uh, I don't want to say consistent updates, but it's certainly been getting a lot more love and attention than, unfortunately, like, Red Dead Redemption 2's online mode has. And last I knew, Red is Dead it really still making online money? Is basically dead. Um, in terms of like keeping it updated and stuff with new content, so yeah, I mean they they uh, recently put out a new uh, expan expansion thing for GTA Online for kind of helping crazy. out more with uh, kind of solo play and get actually getting your own kind of proper private server for crew and stuff like that. My brother and I have been playing it. It's actually been it's been kind of enjoyable. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. Just so, just initially, I would say GTA Six. It'll probably make its money, but I would say depending on the game itself and stuff like that, would potentially end up they'd potentially end up losing a lot of goodwill, and it's some of its fan base. But you know, like it is. Like you said, you, we have people out there that their first Star Wars movies was uh, the sequel trilogy, they, and they think that's banging. So we could have the the new generation coming in, and this is their first, you know, first GTA game, and could end up going, man, this is the this is the bee's knees right here, and you know, well, you you want bee's knees to go back say, to Vice City? That. I said, if you want the, I mean, the bees needs to go back and play Vice City. Oh yeah, yeah. If you play Vice City and then watch, uh, you know, uh, oh my God, I got uh, Scarface. Yeah, I was, I, that's what I was figuring you were gonna say. Yeah, Scar, <laughs> uh, brain fart. Yeah. But. I mean, and watch a bunch of eighty shit. You know, go watch Miami Vice and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> what, that, you know? the, the, yeah, Don Johnson, and you just don't see good stuff like that anymore, man. I mean, that was basically the, the thing about uh, Vice City. It was, it was 80s nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. So. At Vice City and Magnum P.I. and All that. Yeah, you, you're basically one. Dukes I mean, of Hazard and all these kids. I was like, what? What? Dukes, what? <laughs> Miami Vice? I don't know what that is. GTA 6 will eventually become the first free-to-play GTA game within one year of release. 
You heard it here first from Star Wars purist. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, you're probably not wrong, honestly. Yeah, you're probably not. It's <laughs> if they go if they go full hog subscription model, then it would be yeah, it would probably drop to uh, free to play, and then even heavy heavier with the uh, wanting shark cards and uh, online you... <laughs> a free to uh, pay to win. Uh, microtransactions and stuff like that. At 17.45 on Saturday, July 30th, you heard it. <laughs> GTA 6 will eventually become the first free-to-play. first uh, free to play. At an hour, 30, 36 minutes, we got it time-stamped and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, writing, I'm actually writing it down right now in my diary. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you think they're actually going to do it, though? You think they'll actually produce this game? Um, like they said, they kind of have to put out a brand new game. It's been a long, it's been since Red Dead Redemption 2 since they put out a new game. So they're going to, are they going to rush? Is this going to be like to your, what we were talking about earlier? You think they're going to rush or they actually think they're going to take their time and produce a quality game? They're going to take their version of time. Um, which seems so to be like, let's elaborate time. on that. Like, what do you think? They'll just pump uh, it out in a couple months. No, I don't think it's going to be that quick. Uh, it probably will be what they're projecting. Because isn't, like, so with the, the you know, new GTA games... they've been working games, on it for a while. Yeah. Is there any online play with these new GTA games? I think I remember GTA, GTA 5, 5 has the online mode, yes. Yeah, GTA <laughs> 5... <laughs> <laughs> I'll mention Saturday Night Sith in my Toxic Mail of the Year acceptance speech. Thank you, sir! I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'll take it. <laughs> so so honored. Timestamp this too. At one thirty-eight, the greatest compliment came in. Absolutely. <laughs> no, do you think? Yeah, are they can do any online play because was it GTA Five? You could play online. Yeah, GTA Five. They had the. But the funny thing was, was like, what was they, the MMO they, though? Was it? They re they released it shortly. Not shortly. It was a little while after. Um, the main game came out, and they they were first saying, no, it's going to be out together, but then they had to roll back and go, uh, actually, we need to take some more time to work on this, so it's not going to be out with the release of the game. It'll come a bit later. It did. <laughs> but it wasn't you did eventually get to play online and create a character and, and all that sort of stuff, but they've, re I mean, they have really revamped that game, and it could be, like I said, it could be when you're playing with just like your crew members and stuff like that. Yeah. It's actually, it can be fun. Uh, you can do, of course, some goofy, goofy stuff. And the, the they, like I said, they made the jobs a lot more, uh, a lot easier to play with just more, more minimal crew members than needing like the full, full group and having to interact with people online. I remember just playing it, and I was, we were on like one of the beach piers or whatever. There's like a shop where you could like I don't know buy masks and clothes. Yeah, I yeah. bought a fox mask, and I was just going around just being stupid. That's the only like memory <laughs> I have of doing the online play. But is it considered an MMO or no? It's just online play. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it's considered an MMO because MMO. I mean, massively multiplayer online RPGs. They're, they generally have more of a, also a social element, and I wouldn't say there's a big social element to this game. Right. Other than, like, you know, maybe the chat lobby and stuff, but, I mean, that's, like, basically your old it. Call of Duty 
uh, tier chat lobbies yeah. and stuff where you're just going to get a bunch of shit talking and spam and stuff like that. So I don't think it's ne- well, I mean, you get that in MMOs too, but <laughs> I would say there, it's definitely there's more of a social component to MMOs than I would say to like this sort of game where it's definitely more of an there's, uh, open world banana farm of yeah. madness. You know, it's, it's there's no bananas. crap talking. In, there's no crap talking in SOTOR, right? Or no, there... of course not. Oh, I believe you <laughs> so much right now. <laughs> That's why I always close my chat window because I don't always want to see the Spurgs. <laughs> I can't wait for tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow will be fun. I'm going to be really upset though when if they do this update and it takes me another six months just to re-download it. Or do you have to no, re-download it'll, it? No, it'll... It, the up, I, just so long as you get on and uh, at least turn it on and have it update before we uh, try to play, you should be good. Well, it's on Monday, so I mean, we'll play tomorrow. Oh, on Monday. August, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm talking about for next No, no, week. no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, like I said, just make sure and log in at some point during the week and <laughs> uh, have it do its update because I don't know how big it's going to be. Nah, well, it's 7.1, so good. I don't... Point, but we all know how oh, long it took it's, me it's to... It's launching Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, so, but we know how, how long it took me to originally download it. Well, that was that was downloading and installing the full game, not not an update. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I really love the fact that we haven't covered Bad Batch yet. It's been very very. We were working to it. I wanted to cover some other things. No, I know. I'm saying to... I'm enjoying not co- not going over <laughs> this this. I this. I know. I I kept telling my brother. I'm like, you know, I'm kind of reconsidering. And I told you this. I, I'm kind of re. Well, watch, here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. The seventy seventy minutes is well, that was his an ex- first episode, right? Yes. The rest Not are like the thirty. Are no, they're all. The rest of them are like twenty five. Okay. I think they're like thirty one minutes. This one was just uh, like I told you. Like I'd already watched this, but like re- so I am in the same position you were with. Um, is it Mandalorian? Like I had. Well, what was it? You had already seen Mandalorian season two, and I hadn't. It's one of those one of those things where I hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it's all. What's the song? It's all coming back to me now. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Let me see, uh, yeah, Cindy Lu- Cindy Looper. Whoever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because this was my first time watching it. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's great. I wish you just you just had like a go like you were just vlogging. Uh, yourself while you're watching this, just to see your facial reactions, because it's just there's so many, there's so many. It would just be, more, I mean, I was, just, it was just probably like, you wouldn't get much from me. I just need like, kind of. You need to get, you just need to get like a marble, like a marble countertop under your computer for as many times as you drive your fist through your desk. You know, I would, I didn't even think it. I mean, all right, so should we just go into this? Then. We can. I just <laughs> really enjoy not covering it because it's like my my notes for an app. Listen, usually I have like we usually have like two to three pages, based you know on on an episode that's like thirty to forty minutes. This is a, like seventy minutes, so like my notes are. Oof. Yeah, I've got I've like quite a bit. roughly four pages worth of notes. Yeah. Just rip the uh, bandaid off. Yeah. Let's. Uh. So here we go into the Bad Batch episode one aftermath. Um, 
I mean, initially, this episode didn't really... I mean, it was just kind of like it got going. They were... And the, the thing was, that, like, this whole... Because I know they retconned uh, the, the whole thing with uh, Kanan and his master and how Order 66 went down for them. And I, do, I saw somebody do a video on it where it's like, you know, they, they definitely toned it down in this episode. I still don't that. know what time what timetable uh, Rebels takes place in this in full Rebels universe. is like five years prior to New Hope or something like that. <sighs> Bad Batch yeah. is like what? This is like right after. I mean, at least certainly this episode is like right after Order sixty six. It's like well, they're yeah, they're part of Order. It's like Order sixty six is currently like happening. Remember enjoying Order 66 stuff after that? So much of it just seems forgettable. Uh, thanks to my notes, I haven't forgotten it. Otherwise, I would have forgotten this episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what you're saying. Like, after yeah. 10 minutes, I was like, I'm done. I'm tapping out. Um, yeah, I mean, so... Uh, wait, we get a... I mean, basically, for the start of this episode, we get a Clone Wars-style recap. Uh, here, they also redid some of the scenes from Revenge of the Sith. Uh, done in this animation style, and then I was like, "So now I want to watch Revenge of the Sith instead of this." Don't remind yeah. me. Don't remind me of better things. Um, and then I, I jokingly said, uh, uh, "Mr. Michelle Geller, Freddie Prince, uh, character Caleb Dune, comes out, aka Kanan, aka not Kyle Katarn." Um, they really should have done more. And I said they really should have done more to make him sound younger. Really jarring. This just sounded like on. basically so, Freddie Prince Jr. It didn't sound. I was gonna it, it ask like this a question. younger, younger character. Like it sounded like him as an adult. I'm like that. Just, what the hell? Yeah, go ahead. Do you remember showing? Did you send me this? So did Freddie Prince Jr. Was he? In he Rebels? was the one that. The, yeah, he was. He. Do you remember this video that you? Did you yeah, send me yeah. a video of him like basically so far? Of him having his rig out about yes. uh, and sucking off Filoni and how he yeah. he was trained by George Lucas and uh he didn't understand he clearly didn't understand what it meant to bring balance to the force and stuff like that. Yeah. I couldn't remember if you sent me that video or my brother or somebody, but I have oh god, we need to play this video. I I, I I I remember sending it to you, yeah. Yeah. Like he full on like like you just and the guy the 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 two people this is why we wouldn't be we wouldn't ever you know have people <laughs> be having conversations with big people because like these people were just like kind of clapping along like yeah yeah and they're I'd eating like, it up they're i'd be like but bro that's not that's not what bringing balance to the force is lucas nobody's like don't said you so it was yeah. it was br when luke when luke uh when vader killed palpatine and Luke brought Vader back to the light. They brought balance back to the universe. And that was George Lucas. What he said. That was the intention of. Not having two Sith and two Jedi. That wasn't bringing balance. That was still an imbalance to the galaxy because of the Sith existing. So, no, you're full of shit, dude. But they're either or they're just eating it up, man. Oh, yeah. The, the two, the, like, two po other podcasters or whatever, they were... Clapping along, They're like no, no, yeah. you're, you're the greatest. Per you're the greatest character in Scooby Doo, but you're the greatest character <laughs> in Star Wars. God. 
Oh God! I, this yeah. is the biggest rut row moment of my life watching this video. <sighs> exactly. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, but little Kanan says how he's brought reinforcements and only five of them. Well, and I, I was like, well, certainly is a cool little battle scene. Just goes to show the lack of any real threat the droid army uh, was there to possess. I'd understand unusual tactics winning the day out, but all it was was throwing a big rock at them and then charging in like haphazard spurgs. Um, I was expecting maybe after the boulder or instead of a giant avalanche to certainly take out slash immobilize, um, immobilize the droids and tanks as something certainly of a surprise attack could bring about. But nah, Killer Croc style, throw a rock at them! For anybody that's watched Batman the Animated Series, you'll get that. Yes. Uh, and then the setup comes quick as the tech clone, uh, uh, the clone called Tech, uh, has the clone intelligence about Obi-Wan finding and engaging but not yet killed Grievous. Unless the comm chatter is behind, it certainly comes quick for the order, uh, for Order 66 to go through. Uh, definitely try to play hard, play on the member berries, and again, I could be watching something better like Revenge of the Sith with the Anakin's Betrayal music cue playing. Just a slightly different version of it. Um, Caleb, without any reason, any real reason to show fear, show, uh, also shows fear towards the Bad Batch crew and runs off from them. Uh, they then get informed on the clone comm chatter that Order 66 is going across the board. Hunter doesn't seem to know what this order is, when I could have sworn all clones knew the commands carried out, but Crosshair seems to be, so he has the chip, but the others know? Um, regular clones are on the scene, Hunter gets the update and how the clones are ordered to kill all Jedi for being traitors. And Hunter is the clone that, if you saw the thumbnail before this, is basically the guy that I thought looked like Rambo or Big Boss or Solid Snake, whoever you want to say. This, definitely what oh, I don't ruin. Was. Don't. Don't. No. <laughs> Why? What? It was basically he. Ba uh, he, he looks probably well, more yeah, like John I, Rambo than anything. I get it, but don't don't ruin that. <sighs> trying to ruin it. I'm sorry. I know, but you did. Now we I'm know, like uh, we know, Filoni likes uh, making homages to things. Uh, yeah, and amongst other things like squirrels. <laughs> um. Let's oh, you so, should send a link to Daviasa. Just saying. Think he wants to be in on this? Oh, 100%. He, yeah, 100%. Send him a link. Oh, boy. He got extremely excited when I told him we were doing Bad Batch. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll, I should be available Saturday. He didn't tell me anything, so I didn't well, see him today, so. Like, uh, send him he hasn't link. been available, so I just haven't sent him. Well, I know, but I'm saying I mentioned Bad Batch. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. I'll move my plans. See if we can get him in on this. Uh, I think I told him we were doing visions. He's like, "Yeah, I'm, I've got a date." And then I said, "Bad <laughs> Batch." Like, "Oh yeah, I'll be there. I, I should be able to join." <clears throat> uh, 
The two Camino. Oh, yeah, so regular clones ordered to kill all Jedi for being traitors. Uh, even though the clone Babbage regiment just took down a platoon of droids, as if they're nothing, the Padawan is trouble. Gotcha. Uh, so even though this clone, uh, oh wait, no, I just said that. Uh, they could, they could have. This is the thing. They could have used literally any Jedi. Any Jedi, any Jedi pa uh, Padawan and Master for this moment in time, but because it's Filoni, he has to make sure and insert his characters wherever humanly possible. Well, look at who we got here, Mr. Daviaso. Long time no see, sir. How's it going? It's been. I think quiet, it's been. A, I think it's been about six months since he's been on. <laughs> yeah. Just about. There we are. There, now I can hear you. So, um, we're just starting going over yeah, Bad Hitman, Batch. Hitman told me to send you a link because Bad Batch was apparently up your alley. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were just going through the opening scene, basically. Oh, yeah. With um, probably retconned it from the Canon comic. Yeah, made it less impactful and, and more and less emotional and stuff like that, and watered it down completely. Yeah, that was great. I, I went and saw that. This was part of what took me so long to get through this episode. I wanted to go and make sure when I wanted to, you know, talk some smack about this that I could at least talk some smack. And I went and found the comic. I was like, oh wow, so they really did mess with this. Yeah, it's one of my favorite comics, the Canon comic. Yeah, because they they really were making a lot more of it. Um, of an emotional scene for it all considering they actually had uh shown them working together as long as they did and then having so having the heartwarming bonding moments and then the clones get their orders and have to take out the jedi traitors yep unfortunately <laughs> but what do you do you do you think they re, the re, they they just inserted this because floney likes getting to make sure his characters are in there at all at all chances I, maybe, or they just wanted to do some connective tissue, because they showed Kanan at the end of uh, um, Clone Wars too. Did they at the end of Clone Wars? Yeah, they showed him as a young kid in like uh, the opening thing. I totally. I was that in seasons the season seven. Yeah, yeah, it was in the final uh, final episode, not the final episode, but like the the first. See how well I remembered episodes. that. Completely forgot. Um, the first episode though is like my one of my favorite episodes for a bad batch yeah it's this one and then the second to last one is my other one ah okay um so then yeah uh, they have crosshair that's getting all uh, getting a little shifty and questiony with what happened to caleb Getting into Camino, they learn that the war is finally over, especially after the defeat of Grievous on Utapau. Uh, what do you got for some notes there, uh, Hitman? Oh, yeah, so uh, just uh, opening scene, very Clone Wars-esque. Uh, yeah, that's oh, the, look, uh, they copied Revenge of the Sith fight scene between Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Grievous. Yeah. Uh, like, almost identical, which is very interesting. Cause no, it's exactly seen, identical. Oh, I know, yeah, but we see Floney do that a lot. Just rob stuff and make it his own. Um, Caleb introduces Clone Force 99. Uh, oh, yes, shoot the snow and the boulder. Uh, <laughs> boy, Wrecker is... Sh I said, boy, Wrecker is strong. 
Um, and thick as hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, Caleb wants to go play with uh, Clone Force 99. Oh, I'm sorry. I said Boyd Wrecker is strong. It's like General, uh, General Obi-Wan has engaged General Grievous. Same line as Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Caleb wants to go play with Clone Force 99. Execute Order 66. I sh- need to update this. I, I put uh, that Beskar plot armor is what I probably should have put. I just put that Beskar would have come in handy. <laughs> uh, Caleb dips. Um, the group, and this is so funny. It's like the group is trying to figure out what what Order sixty six is while looking for the kid. So, um, like originally, this is where we need to get OG Star Wars on here. But wasn't Order sixty six actually written into like the law? It wasn't an inhibitor chip. That that's obvious. No, that's it felonies. was. It was all part of the uh, initial training for the. Troopers. It was, there was a set of commands yes. that they basically knew, and Order sixty six was the one, yes. you know, driven into them that you know this was the one that you follow above all else. But, yeah, you know that's what that was also the thing prior to or, the inhibitor chip was that that was at least you know you could have in the clones they they had a level of individuality even prior right. to that, and it made it so that they could question and kind of go wait a minute, we've been serving with these Jedi. We don't think they're traitors or anything like that. So that's how you could at least ha- it gave yeah. it gave room, certainly for there being Jedi still out there in the galaxy. Yeah, but it wasn't in a hit like a chip. That was Filoni's thing. That wasn't canon. That's not EU. Like it was Order sixty six was a actual like it was an written actual into law. Yeah. yeah okay. Was, I just wanted part to, of their yeah. command. Yeah. So then I put uh, following orders. What orders? I was like, oh, that's what Order sixty six is. Uh, kill the kid. Do it. Uh, <laughs> Hunter trying to kill, or I'm sorry, Hunter trying to talk the kid off the ledge, and he's gone. Uh, yep. Hunter lies about killing the kid, and then we're back to Camino. Uh, Crosshair will, won't get what. Go ahead. So sorry. what I what I will say is at least and I'll I'll give I'll give I'll give the show a bit of kudos. I did like what? the scenery. I, I did like the scenery. Mainly because oh, I'm a so sucker. So I'm, I, I'm a yeah. sucker for uh, snowy forest areas. And I will. I will say they they did a nice job with some of the lighting and uh, one of the episodes. It was the, like so real. It's crazy. And I thought it looked good. So you know, I'll, you're a better I'll, man than I am. <laughs> like I said, I'm a sucker for for some of yeah. this. But again, like I said at the start of of us going into this. They definitely missed out on a better opportunity of showing some uh, unique tactical sense from them, other than throwing a big boulder at the enemies. Yeah, I mean, they missed yeah. out on that. It's almost as bad as uh, what was it? Uh, Finnick Shan using her robotic stomach muscles to uh, push that boulder down and take out all those uh, stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> almost as um, Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, almost almost as good as that. Oh, uh, um, wow, so Filoni likes having them throw boulders at people. Okay. I'm just saying, I, I don't know, but I think I may have jumped ahead or above you, but I'll no, just no, say no, on. You, uh, I, 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 I passed it to you when I, uh, yeah. I got so I just said, well. oh, so I'll just end it with uh, back on Camino and Crosshair won't give it up. Uh, he, he's uh, certainly being persistent. That ship, which I, you know, like, for a while I almost thought they were trying to avoid mentioning the chips at all. Like I almost thought it was like 
not uh-huh. going to be like they were going to try and forget about it conveniently, but they do bring it up in the stuff. Ah, okay, so they do still exist. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This really quick. Not in EU though. Not in EU. No. It was prior. Uh, Star Wars Pierce. He uh, he was in a hologram on the crossover scene where Windu says he senses a plot to destroy the Jedi. Huh. I forget what we were talking about when that. I don't. I don't remember. Um. So then, yeah. Uh, cross. Yeah. Like you said, uh, Crosshair now confronts Hunter about letting the Jedi get away. Oh yeah. Oops. Lightsaber slips from the corpse. Like just the dumbest thing ever. Like you would think you you just not gonna grab the lightsaber. You're just gonna leave it in their hand like Rigor Mortis like said in that quick. This is literally you would think they would have collected Yeah, they would have collected the weapons and like You just see they, what they should have done. Yeah. And on the corpse itself. Yeah. <laughs> um Peck goes into the programming about the clones. Though funny, they seem to avoid at the moment so the I mentioned the inhibitor chips. Also, we get more machine now than man line drop because you know you gotta make sure you reference um, because of course, uh, good old Palpatine giving his glorious speech on the birth of Empire Day, which was just basically yeah. his. It, 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 I think it was just his, the audio from Revenge of the Sith, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. No, yeah, that's what it was. And it wasn't. The, it's like, oh god, so many issues. I'll get one. Get to that <laughs> when it's my go. Dude, this is this is content right here. Is this your anger? <laughs> oh god, I'm, like, I'm legit pissed with with this. But I'll let you, out of respect for you, I'll let you continue. Thank you, sir. Uh, good old, pa- uh, yeah, giving a speech. Uh, tech feeling vindicated about the programming of the regular troopers. Now we get Omega stalking around the bad batch troopers. <laughs> uh, the grandest of moths, old Tarkin. But he's admirable at the moment. He has not become a grandest of moths. Um, but he looks like he's already max level old. Yeah. Listen to him, Hitman. Give in to your anger. <sighs> so Tarkin's here to deliver bad news about the discontinuation of clone troopers by Palpatine. Uh, which... They, yeah... Uh, uh, Omega again here to bother the clones. Food fight! Because we had to have a food fight scene. Um, Omega getting pissy over some rough talk from the regular clones. Trying really hard here. Hunter tries to calm things down. Almost does. Till even Wrecker goes full aggro. And starts chucking meals at, uh, as well as... And, be, uh, and then a big brawl starts. Uh, and with the food tray, <laughs> yeah. And with the food tray, Echo is taken out. Oh my God, he is busted open. As a slobber knocker. <laughs> uh, medical droid uh, gives the bad news about them being defective clones. Uh, Echo drops news about Tarkin being the one, uh, the one here to evaluate them all. Hunter tells Omega to piss off, basically. Just doesn't seem to. Can't take a hint, that kid. <laughs> Tarkin wants to see the Bad Batch clones in action, so sets up a battle simulation for the crew. Uh, through some quick thinking and action of the Clone Force 99, makes quick work of the training droids and simulation, especially with Wrecker going full meathead and taking out what remained. 
Um, Tarkin, though, wants a more dangerous simulation to make the Empire stronger than the Republic was uh, and really put the clones through their paces. Droids that come out have an interesting design, like almost some old uh, Dark Forces uh, droids that uh, there was back in the day. Uh, <laughs> um, like, I've, uh, like I've seen somewhere before. But this is where they learn they are no longer using. They are now uh, they are no longer using stun rounds, but now using live rounds for the battle simulation. And after some quick hand sing- signals to show Tarkin what they're made of, they go uh, go into it and start getting the droids with live rounds to start working for them. Uh, and, they, <laughs> and then again, and Wrecker with the suplex to the droid. Oh my god! A lot of wrestling in this uh, in this episode i couldn't help but notice at least to my pers- from my point of view <laughs> um and then with a with a final uh a little knife trick shot to the uh, to the head of the last droid the bad batch comes out the winners you want to jump in there hitman or yeah i was just trying to find if um that look closer to the troopers and dark forces or the death troopers in uh what's that dog water uh <laughs> oh, oh yes uh rogue one yeah they can rip off their own stuff but i was yeah some of the old, uh, dark forces that dark actually forces, does look the, those dark tro- the, not dark troopers but they're like yeah these early robot droids well obviously been, look better in dark forces in this in the 2000 20, whenever this came out, 1920, whenever. Um, so I <laughs> said, uh, yeah, shock troopers on Camino, gasp, shocking. Uh, why, and then I just, and this is where I'm just going to lose my, just lose my mind. It's like, why go the inhibitor chip route versus the actual explanation behind Order 66? Like, why, like, why the chip? Huh? Because that's how it was set up in Clone Wars. Okay, they've retconned, they, Oh, God, yeah, that it, was like, an addition to with Clone Wars that they brought in to basically, yeah, try and what was it? Just basically take away their ability to make a choice in the matter, so they had to do it. It's just Instead so stupid, though. It's just so if you do the actual, just the, 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 you don't need to add an inhibitor chip. You don't need to do that. Just follow the actual explanation behind Order 66, and it'd be fine. It'd be great. I don't understand. I hate the inhibitor chip. I don't understand it. It's just the dumbest thing ever. I don't get it. It's stupid. Ask me well, how. Especially really if you want a bunch it. of je- if you want a bunch of extra Jedi to be running around, yeah, you kind of need like it's so. But it's so stupid. And and people are like, well, the argument you're making doesn't make any sense. But like, wasn't like the five wasn't some of the five of first loyal to Vader? Yeah. Like so again. But he but he yeah. but the thing was is he he wasn't considered part of the Jedi traitors. He was, our, he was in, No, but the fact that they were so loyal, the loyalty remained, though. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I just, I hate, I just think it's the dumbest thing ever. And if I could meet the person behind in hipper chip pony, I'd kick him in his shin. Like, it's just <laughs> dumb. I hate it. It makes no That's sense. That's his shins? Well, I, I, we're on, it's a family show. It's a kid show. We can't, you know, <sighs> gotta keep I've been kid. talking today. <laughs> no, we're talking about dying closed doors. Gotta do it for the kids. Um, and then, and then, and then this. Like I was like, I, I love that they stole uh, from Revenge of the Sith Palpatine speech. So you go, 
all of Clone Wars. Well, I mean, I'll give Ian McDermott did, did the voice. The one, I'll give him the one thing they were at least keeping that level of consistency. If you oh, of them actually, that? you know, hey, this is what's going on at the moment. But the, it, some of the timeline still seems a little quick, but uh, at least the it's passage little... of time just seems like it, it's a little weird. But otherwise, yeah, I mean. It, well, just I guess it's better music. than them revoicing it. They just used his, they just used his direct dialogue. So yeah. I don't know how to feel about it exactly. Other than hey, it's <sighs> don't make me do this. Well, okay, the, I'm trying. Okay, <laughs> but then why not? Just, then why not just hire E. McDermott to do the voice in Clone Wars? Why do this other? Why use the, the other Grandpa Pigeon? Well, because they didn't want to use uh, Tim Curry again. And the guy who did the voice in Clone Wars before Tim Curry died. So, but why not? Just, did, wait, they, when did they bring what? Tim Curry in the voice Palpatine? Uh, it was after season uh, season five, I think it was the season I, five finale. I thought Sam Witwer was doing Palpatine's voice. No, he only did oh. a, a few times in Rebels. Oh, I don't know. This is stupid. Stupid. No, they brought in Tim Curry. I'm going to have to hear that. Yeah. Tim Curry is the one that's is, uh, in this one? Tim Curry's doing the, the well, did the voice in Bad Batch? No. And he did it in Clone Wars or no? Thing. Well, no, I know that that's Ian McDermott in this one, but I'm saying in Clone Wars that was Tim Curry. Uh, half, uh, I think season six on. Season six and season seven, If you whenever you hear him in there, that's yeah. except for, I know season six, I think it's just season six, maybe season five. I forgot what episode mm. it is. That he that oh, yeah, original yeah. actor died. Twenty, he did it twenty twelve to twenty fourteen. Okay. Interesting. Well, wow. still, Inhibitor Chip's stupid and just a, just stealing from whatever. Anyways, uh, I put uh, move it on before I break my laptop. Um, Gasp, <laughs> Galactic Empire, uh, and I put uh, this is so stupid. Omega. I don't know why she says Omega. Because she's Omega. I was well, going to say the Australian accent. Or New Zealand, sorry. Oh, New Zealand. God damn it, I can't where, tell how. It's it wherever, wherever uh, what's his face, Tamora. Yeah, he, tempura. I always think of Tempura. When we talk about uh, Tamora, <laughs> I, always, don't, I don't know why, why are you laughing at me. I'm being serious. I always think of Tempura. I don't know why. <laughs> tempura Morrison. Tem, tamura, now that's going to be stuck in my brain, and I'm not going to be able to that. You're so welcome. Tempura Morrison. Uh, anyways, I put a... a Oh, I almost caught myself. I almost said Omega. Omega, best character since Ahsoka. <laughs> um, Admiral Tarkin doing Tarkin things. Uh, I said, what a heartfelt moment between the five and Omega. Oh, joy. Uh, Echo's hearing ringing. <laughs> I made myself laugh. Well, that's good. As I was writing it. Uh, Tarkin doesn't like clones. You don't say. Um, I said, wasn't this a rip on a Clone Wars episode? Uh, made the odds ever be in your favor when they're doing the battle scene wasn't that an episode in clone wars with like three of them they're like rec- i don't know if they were recruits but i thought it was a rip on dobby also would know better isn't was, was there a similar episode in clone wars where they're going up against it's how the clones train yeah yeah it's just it's yeah, just okay. basically their training exercise area <laughs> well, i thought there's a specific episode, episode though there with, was yeah there it's was called a, a, re- sorry, uh, recruit what is it called um it was like it was it season it was in season one yeah no it's season two episode one season two uh or season three star no, wars season two. <laughs> uh you're welcome tempura ordering it right now uber eats 
Um, <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, playing Dirty. I like it. Uh, and then I said, uh, is this scene over yet? <laughs> um, and I'll end with this because I don't know. I think I'm, again, jumping yeah, heavy. But I'm gonna, we okay, well, I'll just say, uh, Tarkin looks like he pooped his britches. Um, <laughs> yes, throw a knife at a metal droid. And then I said, longest fight, period. It wasn't uh, a bad fight, but it... I didn't think it dragged The longest long. fight ever. It was the long... Like, I fell asleep four Not times really. watching it. I fell asleep four times watching this fight. I, so, I felt like it was long. God Maybe not. You, you're gonna make me defend this a little bit. I mean, I... Was this kind of was this kind of like a standard setup? Um, yeah. Them taking over the droids and stuff wasn't wasn't too bad. I did kind of dig that knife shot at the end. That was kind of cool. He really like, defending this. I can't even believe. I, okay, you're then, making uh, me do. Th- I'm. Tr- I, I, I want to. You're defending it. <laughs> um, God damn you! <laughs> I put, and then I, I put. Uh, I said Tarkin is like the unimpressed high school crush. Um, live rounds the audacity, and I said, "What a mission!" <laughs> One uh, there. You want to drop in any comments, Daviasa, or should we just keep, keep going? No, okay. please, yeah. Did, going? No, yeah. Uh, feel free to uh, chime in if you want. I'm good right now. Okay. I'm enjoying you guys. <laughs> you're just sitting back. And you, you, got the pop, you got the popcorn. You're just like, I'm just going to enjoy this shit yeah. too right now. He's just enjoying the fact that you're defending it. <clears throat> Where's my tea at? That's none of my Oh, business. don't worry. We're going to get to it. Um... So Tarkin question, uh, questions about the Clone Force 99 and gets into just how loyal are they. So he brings up things about Order 66. Um, and one of the people having a disagreement with uh, for what went down. Somebody's uh, s- snitches going to get stitches. Uh, Wrecker, <laughs> Wrecker cried over the new armory. They just they just got, th- got thanks to the Empire. Uh, he's cooming hard for, the, for all that armory. Oh, yeah. um, Omega comes to warn uh, warn them about Tarkin. You're breathing. Desperately trying to get off of Camino, it seems. Uh, well, at least we haven't got <laughs> we haven't been going back to desert planets. The planet they go to to hunt down quote insurgents is like a lush jungle planet. Again, I you know at least we're not on deserts right now. Good lord. Oh yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, they stumble upon a camp of people as they're trying to look for the insurgents that Tarkin sent them in for. Hunter says how they're not alone and are then quickly ambushed and taken in. Crosshair, definitely not a happy camper. And, of course, it's everyone's favorite coming to stand in, Saw Guerrera, a.k.a. Che Guerrera, basically, uh, who is already acting against the Galactic Empire because, of course... That, this is this this is the thing that's bothered me. I feel like there should be some time for the Empire to really be, you know, nasty and evil. Because let's face it. No, yeah, this was uh, good when it first started. Re- out. Yeah, the Republic was already an Empire, basically. They mm. ruled. They 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 had you know yeah they had their their uh, illusion of the the Senate and stuff like that. But it was already basically an Empire. And the Trade Federation did nothing wrong. They just wanted free trade, man. They didn't want the Republic getting all up in their shit. You're starting um, to sound like a separatist. 
<laughs> yes. Make a motion like that is uh, was is it make a motion in the Senate was where that kind of request belongs. <laughs> <laughs> Senate doesn't mean squat to a tree. Um, you are sound like a separatist. <laughs> hey man, I just want to my true free trade up in here. Come on. I don't think I'm asking for a lot here. Get the I mean, Jesus, look at look what uh, what uh, Plagueis was able to uh, manipulate with this quote republic. Don't 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 besmirch Plagueis's name. Besmirching him. <laughs> he played them like a damn fiddle, and then she and just took some. over and <laughs> and took it to master level. Um. So <laughs> so more death to the past nonsense because you got to make sure and drop that crap in. Uh, instead of like you know. Learn from the past, maybe. I don't know, something a little more positive. Uh, Rutro, probe droid spying on the whole situation. The naughty probe droid sneaking in on it. Uh, Crosshair showing the signs of the chip, or whatever they're saying now, as he feels they needed to take out the insurgents. Uh, they shoot down and find out, uh, find out about the probe droid spying on them, and whatever Tarkin's up to. Tech points out how... Super special awesome Omega is as she's the fifth of the modified clones. Crosshair still with something stuck up his craw over things. Um, Omega tricks the medical droid into searching through and checking through Clone Force 99's barracks. You got a weird fetish, man. Um, Omega runs into some troopers and they aren't messing around as they shoot the medical droid and take the girl away. What is it, you know, it's like JRPGs and stuff like that. What is it with everybody, with the, with your cast of, of protagonists having to end up in jail at some point? Like a needed thing for some reason. <laughs> well, it wasn't it? Let's, yeah, let's just set the record straight. It was never a jail. It was built way before the clones were, were there. Oh, right. Yeah, it wasn't a jail. Whatever. Weird holding pen. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, They're humans, not animals, and they have feelings, just like lightsaber crystals. Exactly. Wait for it. Wait for it. Bad Batch managed to land down without <laughs> incident until they got into the hangar and are surrounded. Tarkin I didn't even get a. I didn't even get a like a or anything. <laughs> Think you can't see my facial expression, so. Yeah, you, you didn't get your reaction. Uh, Tarkin confronts them about Saw Gerrera's situation, now calling them traitors. They didn't kill the insurgents. Because uh, we got to make sure and kick them off being full of full evil bad guys, for sure. <laughs> oh, wait, wrong one. There we go. Yeah. Uh, they happen to be thrown into the same... What a coincidence! Thrown into the same, uh, same holding We'll say holding space as Omega. Wow. What <laughs> luck! Uh, Crosshair continuing to get confrontational about following orders despite them being a bunch of uh, clones who are irregular and don't follow orders. We're getting the major red flag warnings with him. Uh, and Omega is now seemingly blessed with powers of great insight as she knows Crosshair's motives. Crosshair is now uh, chosen to be checked first of the group. And then, yeah, this is where, yeah, ah, yes, we get, we, he does have the inhibitor chip and it's conflicting with his, with him and his genetic modification somehow. 
which I'll say I only half paid attention to. Um, but yeah, you want to go on there, Hitman? Yeah. Davios, do you have anything? No. I, uh, I kind of like that. Beautiful. Love episode. it. Oh, okay. Uh, I just, I'll uh, kick off where I said, uh, how dare you besmirch Admiral Tarkin's name? Um, I love how their ship is a rip off of the Lamba shuttle, kind of. Um, <laughs> I said, uh, how dare you disobey, uh, disobey Admiral Tarkin's orders? Uh, crosshair getting cross. Um, I was like, oh dear, they did put in Saul Guerrera. I can't. Um... <laughs> I love the word besmirched. I, I don't know why. It's just one of my one of my favorite things I use in my vernacular. Uh, do not besmirch Sheev, uh, peasant scum. <laughs> I said, I said, kill them all. Do it. Unlimited power. <laughs> um, and then, and then, oh god! I was like, just, I was like, uh, just duke it out in this series, please. Um, dis- disobeying orders for a kid. I agree. Um. No, well, we can add the best character in the show. What Crosshair? Yeah, yeah, he has the most character development. Oh, I thought the medical. They're certainly had putting the... him in a position for yeah for being to stand out. Um, let's see. Uh, well, we can add burglary to our list of accolades. Um, <laughs> should have offed her. It's a trap. Uh, <laughs> how touching! I'm gonna throw up. The stupid inhibitor chip again. Um, <laughs> I was like, "Oh yes, hit the metal wall and simply escape." Uh, this big brute really trying to break the wall, and these troopers are oblivious. Um, would you look at that? It worked. Um, oh dear. And then I put, and then I put this. I was like, "You couldn't hear the banging, yet you noticed the girl's gone." Wrecker is literally wrecking my brain. Well, yeah, they kept well, they kept looking over at them when he hit it, and he was apparently quickly enough sitting right back into place. So it didn't seem like something quote was abnormal about what was going on over there, despite the loud banging. They certainly yeah. weren't doing anything to cover up like something else going on to hide it. Right. Um... Yes, go yeah, find unless, your kid. Unless oh, Camino's known for, like, I don't know, giant rats in the system of some kind. <laughs> just New York sewer rats. They just thought Camino. it was the waves. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I said, uh, yes, go find your companion that isn't fond of you. I'll just stop there because I think uh, I'll let you continue. Yeah, uh, uh, so Tarkin wants to enhance it further for the... Um, Inhibitor chip. Um, Wrecker gets to punch things for them to get out of its this not retrofitted as a proper jail or anything since it was you know, pre-Clone Wars built. Uh, Omega offers to be the one to go out and help open the cell. Through great stroke of luck, Omega happens to hit the vent she's in and comes crashing down on the clone guards, and now they're out and going to look for Crosshair. However, much of him is still left. Uh, Bad Batch are quickly getting suited up back and uh, back, uh, back up and ready to go after Crosshair. Crosshair shows up full black armor and is standing against the Bad Batch crew. He served with, thanks to Tarkin's meddling. 
Uh, Wrecker with some uh, Hulk-style clearing of smoke. Uh, and then chucks the two big metal slabs he was holding. Uh, clear and uh, takes out Crosshair. Oh no, he gets taken out. Wrecker uh, gets taken out by Crosshair. Um, seems there's a friend in the Kaminoans. I forget which Kaminoan it was that helped open. I forgot the name too. Is it Tonwi? Wasn't Tonwi? Was it might it? have been. Mm, no, it was But it was some Kaminoan. Um, imagine that first time firing a gun and Omega manages to get Crosshair's gun shot out of his hands. Wow, so wow, so stunning, so brave. Um, Wrecker saying it'll it'll take more than a blaster shot to take him down. Well, in this freaky galaxy, not even a lightsaber can kill anyone. So what can kill kill him? Uh, and that was, you know, then they blast off. They're out of there. They're going on their next adventure. Hell yeah! Oh, I'll wrap up what I had then. Um, I think I ended off with yes. Go find your companion that isn't fond of you. A stuffed animal, dot, 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 dot. Uh, a rip off the uh, Dark Force Troopers, question mark. Um, oh, just get on with it. Dwarf Frisbees, <laughs> practical, yes. Uh, and I said, you had the shot. Meaning, I think Crosshair had them literally in the crosshair. Um I think that's uh, when Omega shot his gun. Yeah, oh, then I said, oh, look at that little sharpshooter Omega. She no, must that, have been the first. No, that could have been, like, an actual built-up moment. Like, they, it could have been maybe down the line with her traveling with them if, he, if they train her to use a blaster rifle and stuff like that. That could have been, like, a good moment. Well, wasn't she the first her clone taking a good aim and no, how take yeah, Bobo well, was the first. Boba was the like, He's among, first, he was among the first. First of the, she was like the oldest, youngest clone ever. Ah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wrecked your brain last last episode with it. The youngest, oldest clone ever. Omega. Um, think about it for a minute while I finish. <laughs> uh, uh, I said, uh, if I hear about the inhibitor chip one more time, uh, oh, thank goodness for finding Lula... Uh, J-19, whatever could that be? And then I ended it with nostalgia much. For what part? Them blasting off into the... Oh, just the music. Like, the, as oh. they're getting ready to hit, go into hyperspace. Hyperspace. Yeah. That's all I had. So, it was an episode. It's it had some pluses, had some minuses. It, just, it was just kind of like it was. It was just kind of like, eh, do I... I wasn't too keen on going through this. I know Filoni's typical tropes and stuff like that. And, uh, there was, like I, I said, there was some has, okay parts. Go ahead, sorry. I don't, he, I don't think he has too much involvement in this. like because I thought this was one of his... Uh, he's like usually in charge of the uh, animated shows. I think he just this like was another one of his. It. I don't think he like has... He oversees it. I don't know if he has creative... Roll. Stuff. Look at the credits next time we watch the episodes, or you watch the episodes. I'm not sure. I think he's just a producer of the show. Uh, creators: Jennifer Corbett and Dave Filoni. Mm, okay. Knew it. 
Filoni. You know how I knew it was? Or you know how I knew he was in it? Because of the inhibitor chip. Well, well that's, that's, like, their, that's their canon anyways. Who is the creator of the, who, of the inhibitor chip? Don't worry, Filoni. I'll wait. Filoni. Baloney. So, yeah, he, he was developed... He developed 17 episodes. He wrote one. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he was basically the... There's, like, of course, different directors for the episodes, but otherwise... Yep. Okay. He, he, he's, yeah, no I, no, I wanted to make sure and have my... Yeah, I want to be correct on on uh, talking shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I said, it, it was. Uh, I mean, it was. It was, it was well, I'm gonna rock, sit it down. Was, it was riding off of Revenge of the Sith, so they were definitely getting in those member berries to make you make you feel and remember and go. Oh yeah, I know that stuff. So it, it oh. eases some people into it. I could see that. Otherwise, <clears throat> I know when I saw season, from uh, season seven, the Bad Batch episodes, theirs were the better episodes of that season. So it was. I guess, that, Clone nice. Wars or Bad Batch? What are you saying? Clone Wars? I said the, better? Cl- the Clone Wars season seven. Oh, okay. The, the yeah. episodes featuring the Bad Batch, these guys, when they were first introduced, uh, they, they had the better episodes of that season. Because then all the rest of it was the Ahsoka show, and I just didn't care. I just couldn't get, I just couldn't watch her episodes. Um, and so it, to get a return to them wasn't bad. I just forgot how retarded Wrecker was. Hunter yeah. just has Hunter just has a cool aesthetic. Like I said, he kind of looks like eyes. Rambo or I didn't say Snake Eyes. Either looks like Rambo or like a Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Yes, or, I'm sorry. Or Big Boss. Yeah. So he kind of wins some points with me just for that. But I, otherwise, um, yeah, I mean, it's still got they're still. You know, going off of the inhibitor chip nonsense, and it, I, I could I could drop this today and not watch further episodes, but we've really? we've, we've committed to this. Oh, it gets it gets so much. Um, I don't like so the next episode better. that much. It's 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 not the fun fun one, but it's okay. Which one is? Uh, which one is? It? I'm trying it's to think. Cut and run. Is that when they they meet the Trandosian? No. Lady, uh, is that four? four? Is it three or yeah. four? It's is it four? four? I think it's four. Because yeah. episode three, you focus on Crosshair mostly. Yes, 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 yes. Because he's yeah. Okay, I remember now. So the next uh, episode is cut and run. Cut yeah. and run. Bad yeah. batch visit an old contact. Yeah. Oh, is this um? Nah, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. please. No, don't do that. Yeah, I know. You'll be so, <laughs> you'll be so excited for next episode. I pulled up because, like I said, it's been it's been a while. When was the last time you watched this, Davio? So this uh, season, last month. Last month, okay. I'm trying to see, jog my memory for the for the next one. So it's still all fresh in my mind. Uh, is it? Uh, I don't want to say it. I think I remember this one. Is it Rex? 
It's not Rex. No. Is it Rex? Not Rex? That's episode five. That's five. You're right. Yeah. Or five or six. One of those two. It's, uh, yeah. It just says the bad, bad badge visits an old contact. The Rex episode two. Oh, my God. The Rex episode is so good. Episode two? No, episode five or six. One of those. Oh, two. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Fracture, just wait until episode nine. I'm looking at some of the, I've seen like some of the images from IMDb. Look up episode, look up episode nine. That's probably going to be your most favorite one. I don't remember that one. Bounty lost. The batch embark on a rescue mission. Ah, Cad Bane and Fennec Shan. Yep. (laughs) Yay, Cad Bane. Episode. The Fennec Shan that should have been Fennec Shan, not the Fennec Shan that was in Book of Mando. Yeah. No, you mean the Book of Fennec Shan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. How silly of me. Uh, yeah, but it looks like, yeah, so... Th- only, they're only, they're not bad. They're only 25, 27 minutes. The next one's 31, but... Yeah. The, so, the based one. off the... Uh, the couple times you defended it, are you so excited for episode two? Not particularly, but especially now the way even Davias is like, eh, not really a great episode. I'm like, oh crap, so this is going to be a bad episode. Not, not every episode is not the greatest, okay? Not every, not every, well, that's, not every you know, that's, episode has to be the greatest. <clears throat> so that's the problem when you do have too many, uh, too long an episode run. You condense it properly and actually, you know, plan out your season. It can be good. Yeah, you don't have filler. Listen, have to have there's nothing wrong episodes. with there's no nothing like wrong. Nothing wrong with having a six episode, six episodes, you know, mini series that no. tells the story between, you know, what happened after or prior to the Death Star. What's funny Maybe. is like I've been watching like a lot of British, huh? If you make a Kenobi reference, <laughs> oh no, well, how, no, absolutely not. Okay, what'd you say that for? Please, no. <laughs> That's how like it were. All right, but yeah. Uh, so, what, what about your your thoughts, Hitman, on the? Um, just uh, so many thoughts. Um, so many thoughts. So little. Yeah, yeah, just I, I'm just not like I said. The inhibitor ship's stupid. Uh, I just it, so the fact that they literally inserted Revenge, like the actual Revenge of the Sith movie in an animated form, that just made me want to go watch Revenge of the Sith. Inhibitor ship is absolutely retarded, stupid, the worst thing ever. Like I'd rather go watch paint on my house dry than hear somebody talk about the inhibitor ship. Um, Palpatine's speech like that just I was like really like issues with that um very it was is just very hard the 70 70 minutes of my life gone I told you like that fight scene I fell asleep four <laughs> times I fell asleep seven times uh watching the first 12 minutes of it last night and then decided that I had to well not decided but I you know obviously we have a responsibility to our listeners I had to watch it so, um, yeah, it's just not a this Omega character. I don't, I don't understand. 
Uh, it's just bad. It's a bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But not in a good bad. Not not good bad batch. But bad batch. I think that's. I think that's the definition of bad. <laughs> it's bad, not good. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Well, for some. Uh, Don't think just consume. That's the Disney way. <laughs> I really wish that um, the character that did Caleb was actually Freddie Prince Jr. Or did I miss that? Oh, is it? Oh, it, it, it was wasn't? Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. So I thought you said it sounded like him. I couldn't no, tell. I, I said he said it, it didn't. It uh, they didn't do anything sound to make like a him child. sound like a kid. Yeah, yeah. like a young teenager or whatever. He sounded like yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. as an, as he is. It wasn't uh, doing yeah. anything to de-age or make him sound younger or anything like that. I mean, Jesus Christ, they do it enough on South Park. You think they'd be able to do yeah. it on with <laughs> here? I don't think, and I have to do kind of review some of, um, well, I have a lot of books about it, but I just wonder, like, why they paint, they decided to, like, paint Tarkin this way. Like, was Tarkin ever really, in fact, against clones? Yeah, I haven't looked too deeply into that. And, I mean, the clones, the whole thing really just came along with the prequels, so not a lot. I think got covered for the Empire sure. Arc. Other than yes, they did get decommissioned at some point. Vader. Well, there's a. Well, there's from a battle yeah. from from the original Battlefront Two. Uh, it does go a little bit into that and how Vader. Well, wasn't did, there was a war? Kept, wasn't there like a battle well, between the two? The uh, and then they were just eventually decommissioned. They were just decommissioned over time. Like as the clones died out and stuff like that, they were yeah. then just replaced with regular people. And Vader, like it was, he kept his 501st for as long as he basically could. And they were his Until they were like 70 years old. Until, you know, however long they were available. And yeah, they did eventually yeah. get, they got changed out because they got either either from, because in, in, this was like even um, in, and I think we mentioned this like either last week or the week before or something like that. But we talked about how it was uh, Boba Fett in one of the later books he was trying to he had to get in contact with either like Tan Wee or something to stop a certain poisoning of the clones or the, the aging process the accelerated age, like a certain accelerant to the aging that kicked in i forget what i forget what it was exactly but it was whole they're during the whole Darth Cadus arc and um he was he was looking into he had to track down some of the old cloners and repair what damage had been done from their little like fail safes and stuff like that. So uh, that was also part of it. Yeah. Wasn't there a planet? I think you and I were talking about it work years ago. Wasn't there like a whole planet of like clones that Palpatine had just in re- in reserve that he like forgot about? Is that a thing? I remember. It was uh, e- I think it was dark, EU. The Dark was Empire are kind of touched. Was that on what it was? Still having clones of him. Elf, no, yeah, but not like soul. Oh, uh, the Th- no Thrawn trilogy. They, yeah, they kicked back up the uh, the cloning process, and that's yeah, why they she, needed. She, 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 that's, uh, Thrawn, Dark that's Horse Thrawn, um, That's why Thrawn needed uh, 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 Yeah, they, he needed him because they were such early versions of clones that. They needed a force user to keep them in control. Yeah, and that's, uh, even though even Dark though, Force rises, 
You know, he was a half, he was a mad clone because he's a clone Jedi because they couldn't clone Jedi. Right. They'd go insane. Jor-El Sabaoth or something like that, I remember, yeah. I think that was in the second or third book, was it? They got introduced, yeah, I think it was like the cliffhanger for the second book. Yeah, it's in the third. It was like, oh crap, they have clones again. That's how they're getting, that's how they're, that's how they've like, you know, come back in such a big, that's how the Empire was coming back in such a big way besides Thrawn's, uh, uh, own, um, uh, battle tactics and stuff, so. Well, and I'll just touch, I guess for the show, like, I've, it's like they, um, and I guess I have to, Davi also could probably speak better to this, because I'm drawn, I don't remember in the upcoming episodes, but do they still do the old 1930 admin no, entrance they meet? They don't. So that was just this episode then? Well, yep. that was like the best part. The <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> That was like, like the best, just that taking, was like a great yeah. part of the, of the Clone Wars show. Oh, no, I mean, I agree. Like, I'm just saying, like, are they, you know, taking that from... Like, they've been just building basically off of Clone Wars and, you know, doing this This show, was like so. the tra- go- transitioning over from Clone Wars to Bad Batch, basically. Yeah. So this is, like, how they, they, they smooth it over that way. It was like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. remember, remember how they did it with Clone Wars? Yeah, you get a little remembrance of that. <laughs> I'm just curious, like, in Bad Batch, did they get Order 66 right and kill all the Jedi, or did they do, like, what they did wrong in the Kenobi series where all the Jedi were able to survive? <laughs> I mean, to the point where they have a tomb of them in the... <laughs> yeah, and they're for the R&D uh, Inquisitor and Quintorian. So much so they, they even had younglings. <laughs> yeah. Samuel L. Jackson just chilling down there, apparently. Yeah. So he comes back. Oh, God, don't say that. Robo season two. I'm telling you, he's coming back. Well, and, you know, uh, this was part of what also was distracting me with. I was trying to find <clears throat> specifically. Why Samuel's coming back? No, the, or- oh. the original, basically, the original Bad Batch. Uh, it's Delta Squad. The Null Arc Troops. That too. Yeah. Is that Ed Harris? It, that he was basically the model for the uh, for the, uh, the the Mandalorian commando that was training this this group. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Null class advanced recon commandos. This comes thanks to OG Star Wars. She had posted this, and I knew she did, and I had to hunt it down. Oh, uh, nice. so yeah, we're the uh, advanced recon commandos. Six originally were the first clones of Jango Fett created by the Kaminoan cloners, and the prototype for the Grand Army of the Republic. Well, that's not the Bad Batch one. Uh, the Kaminoans attempted to enhance the FET genes. The initial oh. production run produced six uncommandable young clones. They were designated Null Class and slated for termination, and they were saved from destruction by Cal Skirata, a Mandalorian training sergeant hired uh, by Django Fett to train clone commandos. Next batch of clones, a hundred of them, were designated the Alpha Arcs, trained by Fett himself. Cal volunteered to train them as, quote, Black Ops Commandos, named them, and taught them their Mandalorian heritage, sequestered from other uh, from other clones through their training. Even before two two years of age, Ordo, ah, that sounds, that's a name, uh, that's all too and Ordo, uh, and his Null brothers had already undergone flash instructions and live ordinance, uh, ordinance tests Obtaining immeasurable high scores, after completing their accelerated growth, they trained in Mandalorian military and survival combat to kill and destroy 
by any means possible. During training, the Nulls also endured near-death training, torture, to become resistant to interrogation. Cal taught his clone, uh, his clone troopers an interrogation resistance technique of shutting out reality to become someone who was not being interrogated. This technique could be done by visualizing uh, putting, putting the pain and fear in a box. By concentrating on its physical realities so minutely that it fragmented and ceased to register, by imagining that one where uh, that one were somewhere else, or by focusing on the next moment, one could bear to think about next meal, second, or step, time after time until the ordeal ended. Uh, they had they also had special training for the essentials of warfare, them being assassination, black ops, anti-terrorism, covert ops espionage, slicing, and medicine. Cal further, further their training, teach, uh, teaching them how to handle a wide variety of weapons, blaster rifles, diverping sniper rifles, hand-to-hand -hand combat. Later in their training, they learned the skills of maneuvering in zero-g. <clears throat> uh, the Null Arcs were also known as Skirata's private army. The Nulls and Cal Skirata were also were reluctantly tolerated in the Grand Army, uh, if only to ensure their cooperation during the war. They had unique skills that their brethren lacked. All our uh, troopers worked in the Special Operations Brigade of the Grand Army. All Null Arcs were officers, except for Null 12, who, when asked why he was only a sergeant by one of one of the Omega Squad commandos, uh, Aden Adem uh, replied, I preferred to be to be an NCO. It's good enough for uh, Calibur, is good enough for me. And basically, the, all the Null are troopers and five, Prudy, Lieutenant, and six, Hummerk, Lieutenant. Basically, all these are going to be lieutenants for Amariel, Jang, Ordo. See, I, like, I, like I said, I think that's pretty great that they brought uh, the clan Ordo name to, uh, to the Arc Troop, to these Null troopers. Like that. Uh, six Nulls died before even being recognize, uh, recognizable as embryos, Skirata named them all. Nice. Became known as yeah. Clan Skirata. Awesome. See, why, they, why didn't they do that? Uh, because they pissed off Karen Travis and she 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 left and uh, hasn't re hasn't returned she, to help uh, fill in Mandalorian her, lore. Yeah, she packed her bags and went to the island that we all wished Kathleen Kennedy would go to. <laughs> I mean, what, again, it was like, you, all you had to adapt, all you had to do was adapt a lot of these books. I mean, I would love to see uh, some Republic Commando books and stuff like that be They're, animated or something like that. Well, that's There's what somebody I, out there, get on that. <laughs> well, that's what, like, well, why couldn't, why can't they just do that? Like, I... Why couldn't the Bad Batch be essentially be like Delta Squad? Because, like I said, you know, reading through the first one, well, still, still currently reading. It's a slow burn. It's still currently reading through the first one. Like it's an amazing book, and I don't know, Davio. So maybe you can chime in. Like, do you like? Did you read any of the Republic Commando books? I played the game. You played the game. So, like, <laughs> do you do you like Delta Squad more than Bad Batch, or do you think Bad Batch is better than Delta Squad? I like Bad Batch more. Do you really? Oh dear. Yeah. I like Delta Squad, but I like Bad Batch more. I just have more connection. Because it reminds me of Clone Wars, and I loved Clone Wars. So. 
Yeah, but if you pit them in a fight, I haven't watched all these Bad Batch episodes. Delta Squad 100%. Uh, Bad Batch 100%. Oh. Nah, Delta Squad would wipe the floor with them. I mean, they're... Listen, the Republic Commandos episode, right? and... Hey, 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 you remember the later what? episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Bad Batch. No. Like, even oh, the Republic... Oh, no! Yeah. They, they get one over on Delta? Yeah. yeah. Um, here, well, here's the thing. You gotta wait until you see that. Even, the, even the, the Republic Commandos and, like, thing. the Dark Lord... Uh, was it Vader, Rise of the Dark Lord book like like even those republicans which were not delta squad but they still were ba so in my opinion it's delta squad but that's just me but how dare you bring up the next episode you know you're gonna make him want to watch it yeah i know <laughs> no, you're gonna make you're making me angry now they get oh i i was gonna i like delta squad i do i like delta squad too but like you know bad batch all right well i'm gonna be heading out here <laughs> we'll probably be doing the same, but thanks for popping yeah. out, man. Yeah, yeah, always, always a pleasure. Will, will, will we be getting you tomorrow for uh, some uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic? Uh, it depends. My mom broke her uh, wrist, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, she's coming back down from Montana, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll let you know. Well, let us best. know. Yeah, let us know. Well, I'll I'll right. be sure to let you know when we're starting up tomorrow, just in case. Okay. I'll definitely be on because I don't have to re-download it again. There you go. Right. I've already got my character. Later. See ya. Boom. So excited. You are so get so pumped for the next episode. Not really. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm excited for the next episode. It's terrible. I can't say I'm looking forward to the idea of uh, Bad Batch. But listen, hey. hey, hey, squad, hey. But. Oh, yeah. That's... I blame Floney for that. But it's only 31 minutes, opposed to 72, so... Also, it'll be easier to get through, hopefully. I'll try and get uh, a little we... bit more ahead of it than I did yeah. this time. Yeah, you did it late. You did it, like, Thursday night. You're like, or maybe it was, what, was it Thursday. Thursday or Thursday? It was, was it Thursday? Thursday? It was Thursday morning. Oh. I tried starting it up, and it yeah, that's your, your all day to get through it. That's your last day off. Or, well, yeah, so, yeah, oof. You're cutting it close. I might you're try like and me watch on a, it Tuesday. You're 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 or tomorrow or on a, Monday. I don't know. Yeah, you pulled a me. I watched it like I waited like Friday night after work to watch it. But um, so do we want to like just plan on tomorrow or wait until Davios? I mean, your brother be on so we could. Yeah, I mean, if we don't I mean we'll Davios, get you. So. We can get you through Corbon uh, and stuff. And I mean, like like it is. We, it's easy to go back and um, play. Play the, uh, the starter planets, anyways. Yeah, because it, it basically levels you down to uh, to the planet. So beautiful. It, it works out. All right, well, we'll just plan on it tomorrow. If Daviasu joins, if he makes and... it, great. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah, I gotta get to Corbon. It's taking me forever just to find this. The yeah. Well, we'll obviously we'll be get you. We'll tomorrow, get you. But, yeah, yeah, we'll get you through it, and I'll probably just join in with another Sith character. Oh, is he gonna? Know, is your brother gonna do Inquisitor? Or do I need to redo? Because I gotta remake a character anyways. Because the one I did was Warrior with Sorcerer class. And you didn't like the Sorcerer class, right? I well, I'm I'm still doing it right now. It was Sith Warrior with a Sorcerer class. Right. So, but I really didn't, when I first 
last Sunday when I finally got the game downloaded, I was going through them. I was like, Imperial Agent, nope. As a bounty hunter, absolutely not. And then it was <laughs> Inquisitor and Warrior. And I won't do Inquisitor just because I don't like, just because they, yeah. I understand Inquisitors That's have fine. been, you know, around for a long time, but my whole bad taste, you know, about them was because of, uh, I blame Kenobi. And what's her name? Wong? Chan, Chan, who did the. Deborah Chow, Chow. Yeah. Deborah, I blame Chow. And Joby Harold and everybody that decided <laughs> to portray the um, Inquisitors like that. I just don't like the whole, like, an adept so, of the dark side. Like, the, 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 it's just this very peasant-like. Like, I'm a purebred. <laughs> like, I'm not a, I'm not a muggle. Like, I'm like... But you start, you know, everybody starts somewhere. Yeah, as an adept, though, I'm like, that's like saying, like, a Slytherin is like, you know, like, a half-muggle Slytherin. Like, it's not, not a thing. <laughs> Can't do it. Like, anyways, we'll have to figure that. We'll figure that out tomorrow. Absolutely. Put the All links right. out for yeah, everything. Yeah, we'll put the links out and stuff like that tomorrow when we're getting ready. So, pumped. so tomorrow about five thirty. Yeah, sounds good. Five thirty. Yeah. Five thirty General Mountain Time. We'll be uh, kicking up on our Twitch channels. Uh, for me, the Fractured Filter. For him, J Hitman. J Hitman one eight seven. J Hitman with one J one Hitman J Hitman. Yep. One eight seven. Uh, so. that's his Twitch channel. We'll be on there. We'll be kicking things off. My brother will be joining us for that. Be a good time. And, get your popcorn. Yeah. Get your get your pop. We'll find some fun stuff to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, thank, thank you, you very much, yeah. Pierce. And thank you, thank you, uh, thank you for uh, jump jumping in and watching the show. Uh, also to my brother, to my brother, Mister Insect, he, when he jumped in, I'm surprised. I, you know, I'm a little disappointed. Sentinel wasn't here. What the hell, man? Uh, I know, he's, man. he's usually been here. Anyways, yeah. uh, thanks everybody that came yeah. in and has been watching. Uh, you all have a very wonderful night. Bye-bye.